Stream PC UK. Why, hello and welcome to episode 146 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 9th of December 2021. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK or Nick the Mouth on Elite. And today on the show, we have. Free Gamer 25, otherwise known as Grey 2 on Elite, since we're mentioning it. Me, Grey 2, okay. Grey 2. I'm Hans, known as Michael from Hell. And I'm Extreme PC Canada, also known as Claxon. Oh my god, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> he's off see you Clex. nice knowing you <laughs> yeah. hey listen if anybody gets a franchise it's me first yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm selling franchises 20 grand each <laughs> one. no problem I didn't pay that I got a discount <laughs> it's pocket change yeah let me pull it out how are we all how are we all good and the money too I'll complain is everybody okay um we are yeah okay. Man, I can't believe how quickly we're getting into this month already. Um, it feels like Christmas Crazy. is upon us. Um, what you been? What you lot been doing? Why I sort out the colours of the writing? Yeah, hanging out, playing games, uh, talking to you guys. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, I didn't sound like much, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> There's very much below the surface. It's below the surface. It's getting worse. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing a lot of community work. So. I've been blowing bits on Nick's stream like crazy, like well, today. If you took out the word, if you turned the word bits out there, that could have been <laughs> <Yeah>. so wrong. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I heard. With that. <laughs> <laughs> he's not under my desk, I promise. <laughs> not like in that movie Police Academy, or what was it called? Oh man, I haven't seen that for ages. That film's ancient. Everyone used to sure love that is. little guy, wouldn't it? The really aggressive one. <laughs> that one. Or the guy that does yeah. all the sounds. He's still around. No, no, not sound guy. The little angry guy. Yeah, Zed, I think it was called in, in the movie. I'm not sure, yeah. Yeah. He looks a bit like Grey with, like, bigger hair. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to them bitch, or, Yoda. And, and more of the it. bat. As soon as we got in. Um, right, I want to say something to everybody. First thing we got to talk about is Crimbo on Sunday. So, on Sunday, the 19th of December, we're going to be doing... The Christmas podcast, it's going to be starting at 7pm UK time, and basically, you're all welcome. And when I say you're all welcome, every single person that wants to get onto the chat, but we can only have 25 people in a room, so up the first 25 people to get in touch with us will be getting in, and what we'll be doing, it's going to be a hectic podcast. So <laughs> there's going to be as many people in there as we can get, and everybody's just going to be talking about games, and it's just going to turn into a right mess of a podcast. Um... We might what, do what it all, where... What if all 25 sing Christmas carols? Think you can do that? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that's a good idea, Gray. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, nah. I'm getting a, a slight echo back off of one of your mics, someone. I don't know who it is. I don't know. Uh, Gray's like, is it me? Please don't be me. I, I don't want to be caught off no, again like last time. I used my headset, so it can't be that. Well, <laughs> yeah, then that again. classic on the last one when Gray's like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe we can recommend headsets today for, uh, for Gray. Now that he's got his fancy new no, uh, webcam. I don't, do, I don't do headsets on fancy podcasts. Only the Yeti X for me. I like the way he banged <laughs> his eyelids at you then. Yeah, huh? he did. Uh, you little sassy. Like like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is escalating. <laughs> I am Grey Gamer 25. How dare you. Yeah. <laughs> but I am definitely getting some feedback. I don't know where it's coming from, but it's coming back from somewhere. I'm going to try and keep an eye on it and see who's light ups, uh, lights up. Who lights up, lights up? 
and then we'll go from there. Right. Um, uh, Yoda says, my money's on grey. <laughs> All your money should be on me. It's got to be grey. There's no other alternative. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, on the 19th, um, if anyone wants to get involved, what you need to do is just on the Discord, get in the Discord and then just get, drop us a message saying, I'm happy to get on your podcast. Um, and then what you'll have to do, you'll have to be on a half, half an hour before the podcast starts. You'll have to be on because uh, we have to have everybody in a room. I don't know how we're going to do it yet because if one person leaves, it might mess the cameras up. So it might be that we don't have us on camera. We just have us on sound um, for the Christmas one because otherwise what will happen is the cameras will keep jumping around if we've got loads yeah, of people it's, in. It's going to be rough with 25 cameras. So yeah, but so And I think what we'll do is everyone can bring a, a subject with them to talk about. Um, it could be about Christmas or about gaming at Christmas or something like that. Um, and then we will talk basically just talk through different things and it, it should flow and we'll have a good time and we'll just see what happens yeah sounds good to me good. i think that sounds cool right let's get into this podcast then so uh let's get into the news and gray we start with you as you're uh, you're at the top there um what news you had man well if this is to be true it says nvidia says that apparently they they think the shortages are going to ease midway into 2022 on the gpus so I don't know if I believe all that because, uh, but I'm hoping it's true. Uh, apparently the information comes from their chief financial officer and it said that it will ease up in mid to 2022. However, the weird thing is, is that the CEO not long ago said that it's not going to ease up till the end of 2022 if that even happens. Um, so I don't know who you're supposed to believe. Don't believe anyone. Yeah, exactly. No, no one. Plus there isn't really a shortage is there it's just the pricing is insane i mean i can oh, go it, into it, literally every store now and buy a 38 or a 39 yep but so what the price what is just like is... triple the msrp so so they're just going to have a manufacture a, 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 a artificial shortage they'll probably do that they've done that before but i i don't know it depends how you read between the lines with these sort of headlines like what you got to remember why is that headline there why has someone put that headline out it's corporate speak, eh? Don't yeah, because it's the chief financial officer said so. Yeah, exactly. And why has he said that? He said it because he wants someone to somewhere to see something and to think something. And that's Stop. sort of like going, oh, yeah, the, the shortages will, will finish in 2022, halfway through. So save your pennies up now because they're going to be three times the price still. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But also, it's probably to raise the stock. Oh, yeah. So they the stock price on the market exchange, so that's it's a financial officer. So yeah, but the thing is, I don't. Through. I personally don't think that um, I think we've all shot ourselves in the foot with this whole lockdown business because I think what's happened is we've given them companies time to realize that when they make a shortage of something, we'll do whatever we can to buy it. Regardless, people will get themselves into trouble to get a 3080 um, and they will get they don't. It's not so much about how much it costs. It's about the desperatism to have that card in their computer. You know what? If you're a true gamer like us lot are and most of the listeners will be, you do whatever you can. You know, like yeah. um, like Yoda. Say Yoda in a chat. He got his card and he started mining with it straight away to pay the card off. So get it on tick and then and then like mine with it and then pay it off. You know, and the thing is, I think everybody's got some kind of way that they will get the card they want to get. But then it, it's it is problematic. I would say it's not like you're just you're just getting pocket change or like you're buying um like a Nintendo Wii. You're going in the shop, two hundred quid, bang. There you go. That's fine. Go home. These are like three thousand pounds, two thousand pounds now. They're yeah, we, we did show them that it's okay now. And so you know, we showed them that they're willing to buy those uh, cards for that money. Yeah. So what yep. would a company rather do? Make less and charge you double, or make double and charge you half price? Do you know what I mean? And, and that's the way it's looking. They now yeah. know 
that if there's a shortage, why is NVIDIA going to be pumping out cards because they need to meet this demand if they can make half an amount, have less problems making them, using less stock and making double price? Why are they going to change that when they know that they can just carry on that way and we're all going to buy them? Like I told you before, it doesn't matter what card they make. They could put a 1080 Ti out tomorrow and everyone would buy it, even though it's old. What I would like, what I'd like to see, is that when they raise the price, well, raise the price. If they keep the prices high or raise the price, that would be perfect for AMD to come in and then really no, cut the price. AMD is doing the exact same thing. I know they are, but I'm, just I'm, in their I'm, price bracket, so it's it's, it's right, no I, difference I, at all. And that's a, that's the thing that annoys me because they always were the ones to sit there and look for that opportunity and go ahead and cut the price. And yeah, that that is they're not doing no, it. Yeah, no. yeah but you got to realize with AMD, like their their products are are coming up the ranks as well. Even though I'm like still right. like for Intel with chips and stuff like that, their products are coming up them ranks, and they are becoming as good. When you went back to the days, is it the AM4 socket? Is it AM4 AM3 socket? And AM3, all them chips yeah. that fitted that socket, they were definitely behind Intel. They, they yeah. it was a budget chip. It you got that because you couldn't get Intel for either for a reason, and that's why you went for them. Nowadays, it's not like that. People go for for red. Or they, or they go for uh, blue, yeah. and the, the the whole point behind it is more by what you like, what you've been using over the years. But well, to be now, honest, for gaming, you can go wrong either way uh, with the CPU. So, so speaking of Intel, now what do you think you tell Intel's going to do since they're now in the GPU race? <laughs> the I same mean, thing as both of them. Maybe, but they're just starting out, so it's possible that they you got might take advantage. Yeah, there might be a chance for that. They've got, they've definitely got the backing and the money, and they've got the um, the people that know what they're talking about. Do you know what I mean? So they could potentially come in and say, like, right, these two are fighting out. Both their cards are a thousand pound for their flagship. Say, even though they're like three thousand man, but say it was like a thousand pound, these lot could come in and go, well, we do it for eight hundred. But then again, That's... when you look at all the chips, and I, I don't really follow it that much anymore because over the last couple of years, I find that it's not basic like things changing anymore there's so much involvement in the little parts that they're changing and technology changing there's so many more things to look at and there's so many more problems with like playing like i said the last podcast you put a game on now it keeps crashing you're like why is it crashing oh it's because of this reason or it's because of that reason you never used to get that the game always worked with an nvidia right. card didn't it it doesn't matter what Jumping you played much. it just worked but nowadays you turn it on oh, it's like i could wait for a new game to come out and then the discord to be riddled with people going oh this is broken on that oh this won't work fours or five yeah, you need to do this. You need to come out and you need to go back in and do this. You need to go and get the latest driver. You need to roll back your driver. And I think this is just the new way it is. Um, and and for me, I don't I don't really... I know like technology has to move on and stuff. Um, but I think it's becoming a new norm for things just not to work. You know, Probably. game comes out, not finished. We just get on with it. And then everybody expects that to happen, and then it becomes normal, like you said, and then they win, we lose. Yeah, and that's what's happening with the prices right now. The prices, they've realized we're going to pay high, um, and they've realized also that if they hold back on getting them out there or they've got a shortage, they'll just sell them. Just just imagine being NVIDIA at the moment or being AMD. You're making as many GPUs as you possibly can, and the minute you're making them, there's already people there to collect them. Isn't that called FOMO, like fear of missing out? That's what they're capitalizing oh, yeah. on, literally. So. Exactly. Really? Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think Big some time. of the problems um, actually stem from uh, game developers who are aligning to one platform more than the other. 
and that's where some of the driver issues are coming, right? Because you've maybe, got maybe, but hasn't that always been the case that some like engines prefer AMD and others prefer Nvidia? I think I, I think, think many uh... years ago they were more agnostic, but now they're there's sponsorships involved. Um, I think I think Assassin's Creed. Involved. Assassin's Creed is a nice example. I mean, it runs a lot better on AMD cars for some reason. Yeah, but that's because yeah, some new... of these games are being optimized for that. Yeah. So you know, there's it's money that you know the advertising. Yeah, exactly. Both. It's it's not yeah. that big of a deal though if you if you're in the high end sphere, but I mean, honestly, it just shouldn't be right. I mean, it shouldn't favor any company at all. But you know, money talks. Well, Hans, though, you you're gonna have to sell your 3090 to get the new 3090 Ti now. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> I read that and I'm going, yep, there's a new 3090 Ti out coming in January. Probably, yeah, uh, it's not official, about, but I thought I heard about the the 4090. No, that's yeah, too. That, that's. They're, they're what That's they coming. said uh, the going price is going to be three grand out of the box for forty ninety. They should year. just call it yeah. Titan again. It's it's a Titan card, right? I mean, yeah. whatever you say, it's just a Titan card. So, but yeah, Crazy, it, actually, it's a smart move by Nvidia, right? Call the Titan a thirty ninety, and it sounds like a gaming card. So hey, the thirty ninety is a gaming card, while it's actually more of a Titan card. Yeah, I mean, see, the Titan look, cards. Yeah. See, I looked at it the opposite way. I, I honestly think when they went from calling their... Because their, you got all their range of cards come out and it would go up to like the 30, um, 3080 Ti, yeah? Um, and then you'd have the Titan card. This is before the days of the, the 3090. And I always felt like they kept them two sets of cards segregated. So you had your gaming card and then you had your high-end card, which was for gaming, but it was a pro card. Like it was on the next level completely. And I felt like whoever bought up to a 3080 or a 3080 Ti... They were like, yeah, gamers will do whatever to get them cards. But then if someone come along and said, oh, I've got a Titan, then you'd go, well, that's an enthusiast. That guy's bought that card because he's going above and beyond just to prove a point. doesn't matter about the gaming. And I think when they made their 3090 uh, in, moved over into the, the, the same bracket as all the other gamer cards, I think they personally made it worse off for themselves because I think more people would have paid a higher price for a Titan knowing what it is than they would for a 3090 when there's a 3080 Ti and a 3090 and they're so close bracketed together. You know, even though the Titan was only like, what was it, 2% difference on the cards we checked before? Yeah. So yeah, um, approximately. Yeah. It's still the same now, but 3080 Ti to 3090, it doesn't feel like you're going special. It just feels like you're just going to the higher end. Do you get what I mean or not? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, I, think, I don't think they ever sold as many Titans as they are selling 3090s the moment yeah because but people do make that connection with oh, it's a 30 series card so it's got to be for gaming yeah maybe no matter the price i mean i'm not sure but that's how i perceive it at least uh mecca says I, uh, I half expected nvidia to call their new 2060 uh a 3050 i actually i think i read the 2060 they... sorry great 2060 i was gonna say the 2060 12 gigabyte founders edition has been cancelled is it? What I read. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think read. the reason why they can't call it a 3050 is because it's old technology in that card. It's not the same technology as what's in the 30 series card. So that's why I believe they can't really, because they bring that card out and they call it a 3050. That's like getting a 1080 Ti now, and and calling it like a 3065. You know, because it's equivalent power, mm. but it's old technology. Someone, someone in like um, uh, a critic or someone would come up and be like. Man, don't you can't get away with that. You're selling us old crap as is new, you know. So, so it's the old technology at the new technology price. 
Yeah, but then we're going back to the conversation earlier, eh? I mean, fear of missing out. I mean, we're buying yeah. it anyway because there is one. Doesn't yeah. matter which one it is. Yeah, yeah. But you, also, it's got things like like RTX. You've got the ray tracing and stuff on there on these old technology cards. Like like I'm saying, if they brought out a 1080 Ti right now, loads of people that have got say older cards like 1050s and stuff like that would be a good upgrade for them. But it'd be a cheap cheap price now. Do you get what I mean? So where they spent 110 pound two or three years ago for their card. They can upgrade to, say, a new 1080 if they brought one out now, which would only be, like, £200, say, because it's a really old card that they're bringing out. And they could ju like, they could jump up higher than what they are without going to a new card, if you know what I mean. Do you get what I mean or not? Yeah, yeah I get I, what I, you I, mean there, but that, that would be saturating the market, which is actually what they want, I guess. Hmm. So then, then from NVIDIA's point of view, if they bring a card in every price, then, yeah, they can push amd out of the market i mean which is their ultimate goal of course and <laughs> vice the party, versa. so i don't know what if this is mentioned yet hans is looking a bit bocelli that is yeah, insane, isn't it? <laughs> he's gonna start breaking into song like the uh, opera singer right yeah. i already <laughs> said i can't sing at all so we're not doing come that. on give us a bit of opera come on don't be like that it's christmas nah nah, nah that's not a uh, uh, sorry well, past we pastafarians we can't sing <laughs> somewhere in the santa room, so. sings opera <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Opera Day, I'm sure it's in there somewhere. So the 3090 Ti now, I guess, is going to be even larger than the 3090. So here goes the new cases again. <laughs> Sorry, what's that again, Clay? I said the 3090 Ti is probably going to be larger than the 3090, which means new cases. Well, the thing is, well, it's funny because everyone talks about how the 3090 is so big. But what people don't realize is I've got a 3080 Ti Strix here. Same. And it, it's bigger than the 3090 or the same size. But it's, yeah, it's, it's the same size. It's, that's wider. This is a free slot card. Yeah, same. Is it? I didn't think the 3090 is a free slot card. Uh, at least at least mine is. I'm not sure all 39 is, but mine is a free slot card. No, the founders I think the founders edition is a twin slot card, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. So That's crazy when you think about it. It just wipes out three slots, period. No, it's but, crazy well, when the, you've got the, a water cooled PC and you have to take the bloody cooler out and the, the reservoir, put it on the <laughs> desk because it doesn't fit in a full size case anymore. Yeah, I saw your pictures. I was Hell actually quite PC. funny. So. <laughs> So they're crazy, gonna come out with crazy. a new, a new. They'll come out with a new super full size case. It'll just be that they much bigger. Yeah, XL, won't they? <laughs> It'll be huge. It's never ending. It's never ending. But um, one thing I did want to say quickly to anyone that doesn't know this, um, you might not know, but me and Jansen have actually finished with doing the magazine. Um, our reasoning for finishing it was it was just too time consuming for what we're getting out of it. Even though we love the magazine and loads of people love the magazine. Um, it sort of got to the point where me and him have got a lot of projects on the go and we've got things that we want to do ourselves because um, obviously we're always working with companies, but we've got a few projects we want to do just with us, um, which you'll see uh, over some time. And so the magazine was just getting to the point where it's too time consuming. So we just thought, do you know what? Sack it off. Jansen's got more time to play games. If anyone wants a new t-shirt design or anything like that, Jansen's got the time to do it now. So um, I might get him to make me some little emojis anyway for my um, stream. We were saying that we want some uh, Elite Dangerous ones. So in other words, instead of taking uh, a month or two to make a logo, he'll take only a month. <laughs> <laughs> he might be listening. <laughs> Just kidding there, Jans. Just kidding. He stuff for free, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times. He time. has to or yeah. Nick fires him. Oh. Or Nick fires there him. We Don't go. tell him that. He'll cry. <laughs> oh, I've seen him cry. No worries. Oh. If it makes money, he can he takes a percentage. There you go. See, it's all that. 
<laughs> yeah, I pay him. That's what we do. We split things. We so split the next the things. <laughs> right, what's your next bit of uh, news anyway? Uh, Dragon Age will Hold be Hold on, my phone's ringing. It's Jansen. No, just joking. Yeah, good. <laughs> Dragon Age 4, which I'm waiting for because there hasn't been a Dragon Age in quite a while. So I'm excited. And they said that they're confirming it's going to be single player focused because a lot of people thought it was going to be uh, a lot of co-op. Oh. And they didn't like that because they didn't really want it to ruin the game. So it will be single player focused, they did say, so that's a good thing. Um, we're not going to probably hear too much about it. They've only been teasing it, uh, but come 2022, uh, which is coming up, we're probably going to hear some more. And uh, I, for one, am going to be happy because the Dragon Age has always been a great series, and I'm really looking forward to this new one being good. Uh, so we're going to find out. So they're so uh, hang in there. It'll be Wasn't single it, player. Uh, Dra- Dragon Age was it Dragon Age Origins that got absolutely slated. Not Origins. It was Inquisition, I think. I think. Inquisition got slated some. It didn't get slated that bad. No, there was one that I remember playing, and I played it for quite a bit of time, and everyone said it was really crap, and I thought it was all right, but everyone was saying it was crap. It wasn't well, an open-world one. Yeah. Yeah, that's Inquisition. Inquisition. Yeah. Because everybody got excited that it was open-world. They're going like, oh, it shouldn't be open-world. Make it exactly like before. But I thought it was good. I mean, do I think the previous ones were better? Yeah, I thought they were a little better, but I liked, I liked it. And I'm expecting big things out of this one, so we'll I, see. I feel like that game's so old now that I can't remember. I can't remember anything about it. Oh, it was always good. I mean, even the older ones that even before they had they had actors. There was no voice acting. It was all uh, just text driven at the bottom. Um, it was still great. Uh, then when it started to talk, it was really weird. When the next one came out, I think it was a Dragon Age Two. The uh, the characters talked, but not the main character. He was still text. But the others talked. I always remember you, that. I thought you said that was this like, last week. Yeah, I know. I was, just, I was reiterating. All right. So, in any case, <laughs> it's coming back in time. It's, com- it's coming, so just hang in there, people. It's, hang it's in there. age. It's age. So. Yeah, it's age. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right, what you got next, Gray? Um, that's something I like to fool around with at the, when we come to the end of another oh. year. We ain't um, at the end of the year yet. Okay, we're getting there. Don't worry. I'm not sure how I feel about fooling around on this podcast. That's not why I signed <laughs> well, we, up for. That's true. I, uh, we do that all the time. Flexon so. said it. I was thinking. So. <laughs> so I always like to sit there and go over what the top ten that's PC better. games are as as we are talking right now. Is this, this top is ten by, rated by by somebody no, or oh, by users? Rate. No, by users. I don't go by the critic one. I I, I mean I I look at you it, like but I'd rather critics. I'd rather go by what the users think than and and their scoring. <laughs> So I want to see whether any of these games you may or may not have heard of uh, in this top Are 10. Are they all PC? They're all PC. All right. So number 10 was the internal, the eternal cylinder. Never Anybody hear that one? Never heard of it. Nope. Yeah, I didn't either. So, uh, But apparently it's a, you control a herd of adorable creatures called treb, treb hums. Treb hums? Trop <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah. And must explore a strange alien world filled with exotic life forms, so forth and so on. Okay. Number nine, Imposter Factory. Imposter Anybody, Factory. Imposter is that like a, uh, a knockoff of the dollar game there? Uh, a, bon- a bonkers time loop tragedy, tragic comedy murder mystery thriller. Yeah, is it meant okay. to be? Is that meant to be Among Us? It's from the creators of To the Moon, which actually is not a bad game. To the Moon is a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Very short but good. Is that the and... one where you you have to get your rocket? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're going, you investigate the space station. It's a, it's a good little game. No. Um, number eight, you've probably heard of this one. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Never Guardians heard of that one. Eight. I haven't played it yet, but apparently it's very good. Oh. 
Yeah. What was that, Clax? I Is that come out yet? I thought that was like. It's, like yeah, it's out. It's out. Yeah, like it came out. Ago, it, I think. Uh, yeah, it came out. Actually, it came out October. October. He's like, right, I've got to go. Okay. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven is the Rift Breaker. Never heard of that. It's nope. a base building game, base building survival game with action RPG elements. I never heard of that either. Uh, number six, this should be something you recognize: Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. Nope. Next. Heard number of it? Six. Didn't play it yet. Scrap so. it off. Next one. <laughs> this is why I like doing this. We've so many of us have never heard of these things, and yet you've got to realize there's a lot of different niches for different people that like different things. True. Yeah, but you yep. would think with the masses out there, there's going to be at least half of them we've, we've heard got three of, guys so... here that play Elite Dangerous day in, day out, and don't play any other games. I play other games, excuse me. At, at night, I'm you. playing other games. I got a new game tonight to talk about. Anyway, number five is Adam RPG Trudograd. I'll play that. Oh, bingo. There we got one. <laughs> Woohee! <laughs> I played that on stream, and I played it for quite a long time. And it's a role-play game. It's massive. And you basically go around like a um, open world, uh, but it's a bit, it's not very like smooth running. It's sort of like you go to a place and you do trades, you go to another place, you do stuff and you have to buy bits from pieces. Um, By the way, Cheney in the chat said Rift Breaker is on Game Pass. So if anybody's curious about that one, all right, you, you guys can play it and then tell us that you played it. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, the next one, number four. We'll play it for an hour, like Gray does. I think no, it's a review it on it. Five minutes. Is and he's played I played, ten hours. I played the, today's game about six or seven hours. Thank you. I love it when. Anyway. What I love is the best is when so uh, a company approaches me and says, "We see you got a podcast. It's pretty good. Um, we'd like to send over a couple of games so uh, you you and your team can play them and talk about it." And then, fair enough, I can't talk because I don't know we play it anyway. But I go to Gray <laughs> if it's a game that I want. Yeah. And I ask them for it. I get it. So I play it. Um, and then I'll say, great, do you want to play one? And then what it is, if it's, I sometimes catch them out. Because if it's like a proper in-depth strategy game, this isn't Grey's Kettle of Fish to start with. And so I'll play it for a really long time. And I know all the ins and outs. And Grey will play it for five minutes and do a read-up on it and stuff like that. So we get on the pod no, and start no, no, talking. No, no. And then Grey will be like... The only games I don't play is is the eight bit and sixteen bit games. I, I I can't bring myself to do it. I think I think my Strategy favorite no. my favorite review from you on all time was on uh, <clears throat> Fallout before Which you one? played it, and he came on and he was like, "Yeah, I started in a camp, and I built some weapons." I remember that day. So much to do though. You're like, no, no you know, you, you know, a, you know what? He done about half I, an hour speech on the weapon building. I remember what happened that day because we were we were we had no games. Nobody had done anything at all on games, and we had to just come up with something because that we could be something. true. And be that's fair. what how it happened. No, I remember. I remember that day. It was funny. All right, number three. We're, we're moving up the I list now. Save. Now. You ready? Number three. Number three. Let's see if you've heard this game. Bingo. Inscription. Never heard of it. Next. Oh. An inky black card based odyssey that blends a deck building roguelite escape room puzzle. No, scrap it. We don't even need to hear anymore. All right. Number two, Toem. Scrap it. Stupid name. Next one. <laughs> All right. Number one. No, I'm curious. Number one, and you have heard of this one, Resident Evil 4 VR. Oculus Quest 2 to be in particular. I haven't played this, but it sounds like number one. The number one from ever, from all users. So there you go. Top 10. I don't get... I'm not being funny, but what what... 
categories have them games got into to get into them user? Well, I don't, I don't get it. You're saying that's by how many people playing the game? Yep. User score. This is now. This is overall all games, not anything in particular. They have other categories for action, adventure, et cetera, et cetera. But all together, this is their top. I don't 10 get it. I don't get how these games have got on the list. That's like you've got the gaming awards coming up soon, haven't you? Or if not, yep. Like, yep. <clears throat> now, yeah, same, same thing. It's just. I so think it's quite funny because you, you see the gaming awards and it, and it will say these are the entrants and it shows you like five games and you think best music, all right, best actor, best this and you think what, what, what's with all these games? Like they're all rubbish. I've never heard of any of them. Yeah. Well, no, but like sometimes it's it's recognizing the smaller shops and the smaller development studios and although their games aren't as widely played, right. um, some of their games are actually amazing yeah but i'm a person that plays indie games more than i like triple a games i love indie games but you gotta be honest when a game's shit it's shit don't put it into some run-ins <laughs> like the way no, you look silent <laughs> See, since you brought uh, it up i'm like since... uh i disagree <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait since you since you brought it up i went to game of the year nominees for the for the uh video games awards that are coming up right so Let's see if anybody's heard of this. Now, this doesn't mean it's PC. It can be, uh, you know, console too, because they don't make a distinction. But in any case, uh, there's six of them: Resident Evil Village. These are the nominees for Game of the Year. Okay. Ratchet and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yeah. Psychonauts Two. Okay. Metroid Dread. Okay. It takes two. Okay. And the last one, Death Loop. Which I'm going to be playing for next podcast. See, so there's your six right there, and that's the best game of the year. Game what does our chat? What does chat? What do you make of that? Come on, give me some comments on what you think of the best game of the year. Now, obviously, put I'll tell you what. Everyone put in what you think your best game of this year is. What came out this year? Now, I find that funny because even though you said all them games like, um, is it Ratchet and Clank? Is it called? Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. PlayStation game. Yeah, but like these games, you've got to realise there's a lot of young player base playing them. So sure. they get picked up a lot quicker. And the thing is, it doesn't... What I don't understand as well is one point of this is, is how can you rate a game um, in the best game played when they've all got different prices? Don't know. Well, that's because it, it overlaps everything. It doesn't matter what the price is. Well, all right. So I put a game out for 1p and it gets a million people buy it. Or there's a game for 80 quid. Yeah, I don't think that's how the metrics work, to be honest. I'm not 100% sure, but I think what they do is that they uh, look at the, the critic reviews, not yeah. the user reviews. And I think it's more based on that. Hmm. Probably. You're right. Not sure, by it's the way. I'm just... It's complex. Because it's not just yeah. about like how many has been downloaded. It's also about sometimes culturally like what they're doing with the game. The, where they're like maximizing or pushing the technology, or maybe they're challenging. Yeah, surely they should have different categories uh, for that culture. Oh, oh, they wait, have different wait, categories. Wait, wait. I mean, just, one game just, can win three or four categories. You just brought up something that was very interesting because we talked about this once before on a, a past podcast. But I have never seen so many categories for these game awards than I, in my life. Uh, here, how about this one? Best games for impact. Whatever that means. I like I like that. I don't know what you've yeah, got see, against I, that. I get that as well. Like that's that's not too bad because it means how quickly like like if you saw Cyberpunk, the impact that had. 
negative well, or I positive. Think it's, it, well, I think it might be <laughs> a game with that positive with. and negative at the same time. All right, I'm gonna do one for you, Nick. Best best indie. All right. Oh, how it works, Nick. <laughs> Nick, tell me if you. you Nick, tell me if you played any of these games. This is the best indie of the year. Yeah, game. Best indie game of the year. Okay. Go on. So one is Loop Hero. Okay. One is again Inscription. One is Kenya Bridge of Spirits. That's a good one. Uh, Death's Door. And Twelve Minutes. I'll be at Death Doors in 12 minutes as well. Did you play any of those? No. Sacked. But did I play any game? <laughs> well, that's another story. <laughs> did you play How Elite Dangerous yet? How about this now? This would have more impact on games. If we go back six you... months, you two are begging me to play Elite Dangerous. <laughs> How about this? This would be more, maybe more up your son's alley because he plays some of these games. But uh, best <laughs> oh, I was going to say side attacks and fault then. <laughs> no, listen, best ongoing games. You got to know what my those son's are. Alley out of this. <laughs> no, no. What's what's best ongoing games? You know, you already oh know. Oh my days. Uh, I don't know. What, I was going to brush right over that, but then I just looked at Claxton and I see his face crease up and then hands. Should, the should, shouldn't we go to the next bit of news because this is going to get out of hand? You guys, right you guys. Are, <laughs> I know, but it, it's just funny when you guys bring this, bring this stuff up. I've anyway. busy. That made me laugh so much. The next I'm on the phone to the FBI. The next I'm sending my kid not... into hiding. Yeah. <laughs> Where is my kid? Oh. You guys all have kid? dirty minds. Come you on now. See, you just see Gray's hand come from the screen above into the one below. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, uh, moving on. Um, the next the next piece of news, the, and this is going to lead into Hans's story. but This is not. This is no more gaming awards. No. No, no. We're done. No. All right, moving we're on. done with that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to be getting a huge expansion and apparently I thought they were done with this and apparently they're going to be getting a giant expansion and then I'll let Hans yeah, take it from I saw here this. Go ahead, Hans. giant expansion comes out I think it's next week already you're going to have to re-download the whole game and start the game afresh is it? they did they put out a second one after saying you've got to start the game from the start fresh no, no, I'm just I didn't joking. I just thought I'd just see how long. Yeah, I thought so. I had read that. So, uh. <laughs> not gonna be that stupid. I said it, and all three of you were like, mm, "He's got nothing wrong." Yeah, they, they couldn't be that dumb. Wrong, Nick, Nick. I've whispered. But apparently, wrong. and I think they're they're, they're they're doing this because they're gearing everybody up for live service. They want to keep everybody hyped when they do the live service thing eventually. So, what do you mean the live service thing? What are they making uh, the multiplayer? No, the no, next I... Assassin's Creed game is gonna be a live, live service game. Indeed, yeah, multiplayer. It should be there. Everything's a live service game. Everything's like going MMO. More or less, yeah. yeah. Everything's going this way, unfortunately. It's going to be live service. You say unfortunately, but I think it's just the fact that no one's got it completely right yet. Exactly. Yeah, but it's a hard thing to do. You, like, you've got to realize when you I start know, making games single player, and then you've got to like, work on servers and getting servers that are big enough to take these games and have a lot of people in it, and then you're trying to fit all this information into the server, and then you're trying to mesh servers, and then it's like it's... Like, if you put us four in a room and you gave us a million years, we probably still wouldn't be able to get to this kind of technology level with our four No, brains. but to be honest, with you trust Ubisoft to do but it with, right. With us as well, we would be able to tie shoelaces after that. Time, that that's we? about the last company I would expect to do it right. So, yeah. Right, that's a the problem. It, a lot we of it's know. actually got to... Oh, go ahead, Gray. No, no. He's like, go on, Gray. Go on, you're taking it. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I can chime in later. Um, uh, Like... So there's there's a methodology of delivering technology to customers. And He's consumers gone corporate now. on us. 
I know, which is like something called something called agile, which um, is the idea that you deliver incremental value to your end users in sprints every two weeks. So the way that's impacted the gaming world is is like companies have kind of figured out that it's actually more efficient for their teams to deliver and iterate on a you know sometimes it's a mobile app or it's a website or it's can anyone a game. tell that he builds apps <laughs> he thinks he's talking versus to the boss. <laughs> you know, you it's, funny because, you sound, it's funny because you, when you, you opened like up that CEO line the game. when you opened up that line yeah now obviously you all know me as nick i'm a bit silly have a laugh bit of a geezer whatever but when i walk into an office like at one of these big gaming companies or uh, a hardware company you're the guy i talk to and i walk in there and it's quite funny because you know me as I am, but then I walk in there and I talk like you just did then. <laughs> it's like, Jansen, stop being an arsehole. We're going in now. Hi, anyway, Mr. Like... Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> How companies were delivering games before is they like it was more waterfall. So, you know, the, the, the writers would write the game, then it would go over to the design team and the story team, and then it would go to the developers. And it was very long and expensive. So now they're building these kind of foundational platforms where they can iterate and make constant updates to the game if and you, package content. Yeah, if you look, and I don't know if this does fit in with what it's you're saying. It's a money grab. We already know. But this. I think it does. If you look at Star Citizen and you type in... Um, money. Uh, no, what's it called when they give you the updates? Uh, the train going forward. What's it called? Oh, my God. Why have I got a mind block? The train going forward? The police oh, station? Maybe. The what? Forward, forward momentum? No. Forward momentum turned it into a game. Um, nah. <laughs> the roadmap, say, yeah? So yeah, the roadmap yeah. going forward, if you look at what they've got, like most people will just give you a roadmap and it will say, uh, version one, we're going to bring out this. Houses, base building, blah. Version two, we're going to bring out this. Uh, weapons, update packs, texture packs. You know, and it goes one, two, three, four, five. And they'll give you some kind of time scale through the year. If you go onto um, Star Citizen's website and you type in their roadmap, it gives you hundreds <coughs> upon hundreds of... Um, and it's like you're saying, they're trying to make a platform that everybody's integrated onto so they can be given a project from home or wherever and they can they can fit that in and everything's like a piece of the puzzle coming from a thousand pieces at once from different places. Wait, what... wasn't Star Citizen the game with the roadmap to the roadmap? That was it. No. Yeah. This is yes. coming from two people that have never played it and don't know what they're talking about. Here it goes again. Yeah, anyway, yeah, here it goes. Yeah. Anyway, it's a road. It's a roadmap to how much they're not going to do in the next year. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get their bloody roadmap. I'm going to post it so everyone can see it. You can just put it in the room. Nobody else is reading it. I will. Some com some companies <laughs> even get their user bases to vote on those things that they have in the roadmap, and they're actually able to bring things forward and move things back. They don't call it a roadmap. They call it a pro a, a, a process tracker. And I just want everybody in the chat, to, to me, to explain to you, it's really hard. Um, I know what you're talking about. They have they have something like that. Uh, no, but just click that, that you boys, just click that link and let me just uh, show you what I mean. Because, Claxon, this is what I think your base is talking about, is how the hub where everybody connects to and everybody can feed in and out of. And what he's saying is when they lay this foundation out on the next uh, version of their game, it's going to be so everyone can do this. Now, if you look at this, you'll see there's... There's like uh, December, January, February, March, April, all the way along, and it says deliverables, yeah? And then it'll yep. show you in the timescale what everybody's doing. If you click, like, say, actor feature team, then it drops down into another 100 different bits, yeah? Then yeah. you click actor status T2. 
then that will drop down. It will tell you it's going to be seven weeks. It tells you when it started, when it's finished, tells you colors if it's up to date, tells you colors if it's going to be on time or if it's going to be late. And it tells you the developer team where they are and who's doing it. So it yep. will say like active state is tier two, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a project board that they made available to the public. So that's what it is. No, but what they're called, they're called stories. So you have an epic, which is like the big feature that they want to deliver. So that might be, I don't know, like new ships. And then they have all the individual stories underneath that are part of building that big epic that they're trying to deliver. Yeah. But also, what I was anyway, trying to say. I'll stop I, nerding out. Yeah. But I, what I was trying to say to Gray is about this is you've got to realize if you've got a developer all in one room and there's a thousand people and they're all working together, they've got a project manager that walks around and going, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. They do their job. They come back to the project manager. They submit it in an office and go, this is what I've done. Oh, that's good. Tick it off or go back and do it again. That's how it normally works, yeah? Now, if with this, these these teams are all little teams that are all over the world. They're all in different countries and they're all working together and they're all working at the same time. Now, when you get a game, this is like the future. When you get a game that's that in depth, one thing that one, there's, there's probably like, there's probably over a hundred teams there for different things and then there's probably a hundred people on each sub team now you've got to realize when one person who's in a core part of the game changes one thing he could break it for every single person on that list and that's, that's why he, they've all got to be able to be in sync like that and that's, that's why this gets, is the way gets, forward he gets fired when that happens <laughs> is that why they keep milking money from their customers or they're not milking money people are giving them money i know it's, it's and, and i'm not being funny yeah. you lot are gonna eat Eat your words because Claxon's played Star Citizen with me, or not with me, but he's played it himself. And I can tell you right now, without even saying nothing to him, he can understand exactly why this is so in depth and so serious. Do you see what I mean, Claxon? These have only played Elite Dangerous. They don't. They don't understand the mechanics in Star Citizen. How in depth it is. How deep it goes. The mechanics to with Dangerous. your credit card, you mean, or just uh, the game mechanics? I'm not being funny, but I've never felt, even though Star Citizen, yeah. I've given them 400 quid, and I've never felt mugged off once. I, I've actually I wanted to give them my money for them to get further on. And that's every single player that plays that game does the same thing. Claxon, are you like that or not? Yeah, like, I don't, I, for me, I don't get, like, if I think about how long I've played WoW, and I think you were talking about this in last week's podcast, like, I've, I've given Blizzard thousands of dollars, thousands of pounds. But I don't really care because I feel like I've got value over time. Um, and I definitely, I've only paid $40 for Star Citizen. I brought one ship. You don't actually pay for the game, you pay for the ship. But that's what they're I getting reckon? at. They think that that game plan um, and that, uh, what's the word for it? Um, the way they've done that, these believe that it's a ripoff and it's to milk money out of you so they can keep. But the thing is, you only have to pay 40 quid. You don't have to pay anymore. Yeah. You can grind in game for everything. It's a bit like the whole model of like free to play, right? Um, it's it's kind of their version of it. Like you can download the game, you can engage with it, but um, I, I don't I don't know if that's a compliment though, because there's a lot of free to play. That, that's a that, game I'm gonna talk yeah. about later. So the same crap. So, but the thing is, you're saying okay. same crap. But this is what it it makes me Him feel like at, uneducated it, it, towards the way they work their platform. That's if how people I are feel. willing to if people are willing to play the money, more power to them. But what I'm saying I mean, is, when you've got such that game's made the most money out of any game in the world, they said, isn't it? And see, I Star Citizen at the moment. Because it is, yeah, yeah, to yeah. pay the money. Yeah, well, it's four hundred million, I think. Yeah, and if Over it's that, that bad, why would they still be making that much money? 
Because they got oh, a different fan base. Remember too that we're like four white dudes um, who are in their forties and above on a podcast. Like we're gonna probably criticize new models, free to play, <laughs> because you know we're from that generation that like you know really liked paying for our games and ownership of those games. We're the, we're the generation that knows a lot. You mean? You don't. <laughs> you don't actually have ownership for your. That's games. all relative. You don't own that's any of your games. Uh, that, that's that is done. I mean, you don't own any game anymore. Yeah. I mean, when yeah, you die, yeah, your games die. The only one that owns games is Hans, because he's got them all there in back of him. Yeah, no yeah, but, work. Yeah, but that stops at, at, let's say, the PlayStation 2 generation. Maybe PlayStation 3? That's where it stops. Can I be generation. honest? I'm just going to say something, because I noticed it, and I've got to say it. Hans, he's like, what are you going to say to me, man? Uh, did any of you ever feel this way? Like, behind you, you've got a load of games, and I can see you've got Dark Souls there. Yeah. Yeah? Pick the Dark Souls box up and put it up to the camera. The Dark Souls one. That one there, yeah. So for me, every time I went and bought a game, yeah. twist it a little bit so the light's not reflecting it. Every time I went and bought a game in a shop that came in a box, I really didn't want to buy it when it had that Windows thing at the top. Yeah. Oh, one yeah, thing I have right. to say, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, one second. No, Nick has a point there. But by yeah, the way, agree what, what I did for you... this game is you could use the um, the code in there on Steam. So Steam actually took all those codes for this particular game. Oh, really? I... Yeah, no, but, but I'm just, that's an exception. I just it. That is an exception. When I used to go to the shop and buy games when they were still on on sale like that, I I would try not to buy a box that's got that white top with a Windows thing in it. I'd try and find yeah. one where it's a proper box, just because that bugs the shit out of me. See, now I'm, I agree with you because to me, it's the, at that time when you're oops, when you're buying the game. <laughs> Sorry about that. When you're buying the games, you you want to see a really nice cover. You want to see the the artwork and what's and and I and I always thought when they stuck that thing on it there, ruins it ruins it killed, on the shelf. Yeah, it ruins it, and it's all of a sudden it destroys. <laughs> Especially the, what, when you get three or four on. of them, because you have to bunch them together, and then you've got a row of them and a row of white line at the top. Yeah, so I, I yeah, agreed with you. I hated that. What wasn't games for Windows Life was notoriously bad. I mean. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, actually really, really bad. You know, I, I mean... remember the days where I mum, I'd beg my mum to go to to the local shops, and there used to be a basket outside the shop. Like it would be literally outside the shop. It wouldn't be in the shop. It'd be outside. It'd be like a metal basket. The bargain and it would have bin. loads of tape games in it, bin, yeah. and it reduced. <laughs> and I remember I'd go past and I'd go through it, and they'd all be they'd all be like different versions of um, Dizzy. Do you remember Dizzy Egg? <laughs> Do any of you remember that or not? No one remembers Dizzy Egg. What you yeah. got them? Dizzy World. Come on, someone must know that. Well, you did an egg going... and you had to go through this fan. It was like Dizzy Egg in Fantasyland or Dizzy Egg in e Ancient Egypt or something like that. Sure. Man, am I the only one that, <laughs> that knows this stuff? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and it was on a tape. And you know, I, I just love it. I used to love going to them shops. I used to go through the bins, but unfortunately, you rarely ever found something good. It was all these 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 low life games that were a, a dollar, two dollars, and maybe yeah. you find a good good game occasionally. See, yeah. look, Frost says uh, Dizzy was class. Dizzy was from Codemasters, huge on the spectrum. Yeah, I had it on the Amstrad. I remember my memory of going to the PC Maniac game Mansion. shop, and I went in and I was like, I'm looking for a game. And they're like, what kind of PC do you have? And I was like, I have a Mac. And they laughed at me. I would said, laugh at you as well. <laughs> you can only play you World of Warcraft. And that was the only game I could play. I know, you tell us every time. You were deprived. The thing Wait, is, you is were deprived, but you thought <laughs> you was like posh at that time or something because you had the Mac. But really, they were laughing at you from above. <laughs> <laughs>
Because you went in there, yeah, they were honestly, like, the way your I mind wanna, works. I want. I know. My I, mind I went work. into the PC shop and I thought I was really posh <laughs> <laughs> with my MacBook Pro. Yeah. You could imagine me being in there, couldn't you? And you come in and say, I want to buy a game. And I say, what, what have you got? And you go, Mac. I go, fuck off. Yeah, that's you pretty much what they did. It was yeah. traumatic. Which is why I'm now on a PC building podcast. <laughs> but you, you know, still own a Mac, I bet. I do own a Mac. I use a Mac for work. Do you feel torn? Do you go into the office sometimes? And like you're like, man, do I take the PC or the Mac? Oh, I'm going into the office. I better take the Mac. Yeah, I'd love to take my, you know, Leon Lee... Leon Lee. Isn't it Leon Lee? <laughs> That's how we say it in Canada. You're going to bring only uh, the case? Wow, it's not too exciting. You're just going to bring the case. <laughs> uh, I think I, uh, the looks I'd get with all the RGB I have in it would be quite funny. Oh, in the could office. you imagine? Just imagine this, yeah? You're walking into the corporate world, yeah? You walk into that big glass office. It's got 100 people in there. It's got a boardroom of a table of about 50 seats around it, yeah? So it's a 20 meter table and they will come in and they open up their MacBook Pros, their Airs, they open them all up and they're sitting in their suits and then you come busting in with the Leanne Lee big case of all the lights on it, on it, <laughs> dunk it on the <laughs> desk. <laughs> dropping, a, dropping a tune. Actually, I work in a company that uses all PCs, but the design team I'm in, uh, we use Macs. So yeah, we're the, actually... The design's better on uh, Mac, isn't it? So. That's what uh, that's I, I, I don't think it's true. better. I think it flows better from from um, device to device. I won't go into it today because it's a bit of a bore, but I can tell you a bit yeah, about it. Don't go why. into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, don't go into it. Yeah, please, please don't. <laughs> why, why did I come? <laughs> to talk about the game? You're, you're, so uh, Gray doesn't get all the heat. So that's that's right. Uh, Cheney says, uh, I have yeah. a Mac Mini and an iMac, both used for emulation only. Yeah, you, they know, you know what he's PCs. emulating? A PC. PCs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the thing is, what people well, don't realise is that Mac, Mac, uh, all the Macs nowadays, they're all based on PC anyway, so it doesn't matter. So you can still run a PC off the same computer. Well, technically, they were all called PCs way back when they came out. No. But the thing is... Yeah, but Mac but is thing way is, more supported than, let's say, 10 years ago. No, so. go back, say, 10 years. I don't know when the yeah. date actually date is, but there was a point when Mac started using PC hardware, but it was before it used its own hardware. It's in their own hardware now, right, with their own processors. Mm, oh, I haven't... Do you know what? You might be right. I don't know. I haven't looked at a Mac I love or how a I, spec I, of... I, I haven't <laughs> looked at a spec of a Mac for probably five years, so I don't know. They... They use AMD GPUs, but they use their own. Actually, now I think they're. Well, the last one I'm G sure, I'm sure it had. I'm sure the one the last one I looked at had an uh, Intel processor in it. Did it not? They did. They did about five, six years ago, but yeah, three years ago they, they started making their own processors. And I think their GPUs and CPUs are both homegrown now. Look, too. Apple doesn't care about their their computers. They care more about the iPhones that they rip everybody off. The with. thing that I think is funny, <laughs> if you go for a, um, an, an office-based, say, design Mac, say you're looking for one for game development or music development or something like that, the price that they will try and sell you one is like 35 grand, ain't it? Which I could build for oh. 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> like, the the value yeah. like compared to the, the hardware... And that's you're buying. when you when you walk into the corporate world it's so different like um i could tell you a story me and johnson years ago when we've done when we first started and obviously we was new to it then 
um, we'd done a job and it was for, for Alienware and we wanted to get in their good books. So they asked me to do a, a, a piece of glass for a shop. For Over here, you've got PC World. So their flagship shop in Tottenham Court Road, which is the main shop in London, they wanted this to be the showpiece in the window of PC World. So I said to Jan, it's like, look, we'll do it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna cost us a lot of money. We're just getting a piece of perfect design made up and fitted to go in this machine. And we, I said to Jan, look, we've got nothing to lose. Let's just do it cheap. We'll just do it well cheap. So I think it cost us, it didn't cost us a lot for the perspex. And then we priced it all up for them and that. And I think at the end of the job, we we build them something like four hundred quid. And it took us a day to go down there and do it. And me and Jance were like, look, if we get work out of it, who cares about the day to day? So about the long term goal was not the short term. So we went down there and done a job. Then the next day I found out they paid something like four hundred and fifty quid just to have the um Pelican case sent to pick the computer up in. <laughs> so I'd done yeah. the whole job for that, and that's how much the guy got for bringing a plastic case to the shop. Yeah. And so, you know, and it's in, when you're new to the corporate world, people don't realise this stuff. Like if you go into um, an office and you've got a meeting with someone and they say, oh, yeah, I want you to build a computer, you just name your price and then they can either do it or not do it. But I can guarantee you, um, if I said to any of you, how much would you charge to buy a computer here? And then I went into the corporate world and said, how much would I buy a computer here? It's the same computer. It, it, it goes leaps and bounds over what anyone thinks. It's just a whole different level. And that is why Apple are, are, are doing so well because... A, a computer that some a normal shop would build for for ten grand, they're selling for thirty to sixty grand, and that's where the profits are. It's just just it's just a ticket to write money out, you know. I mean, it's everybody. Well, yeah, it's the, what everybody's been trained to do. It's like the iPhones too. Do you really think it costs them thirteen hundred dollars to make an Apple phone, uh, iPhone thirteen? They so overpriced those. Do things. you know what? I don't, I don't. I don't want to get into talking I still about. Have phones, an iPhone, do you know what I don't like still... about iPhones is that there's no new, no real new technology coming out in them. It used to be like, yeah. what's the new thing? It'd be something crazy. Now it's like, yeah, same thing. Better camera, I mean, there, better chip. Yeah, there's some, there's some advancement, but nothing really that great to warrant the price. Well, maybe at the moment they reach the limit, so to speak, until something so. new comes out. Hit the ceiling. Or... Well, they I don't mean, have I... Steve Jobs anymore, right? Like, and he was, he really pushed. That, yeah, but he uh, was very good in, in uh, designing it. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what his... I will say, though, to you lot. We've been speaking for an hour and five minutes, and we haven't even started talking about any games yet. Okay. So maybe we should crack oh, we on. Will. We've gone on. We've gone on many rants today. Um, right. Uh, yeah, Claxon, do you want to do your news quickly, though? Because like, you've still got two pieces, but you might as well get them in quickly. Yeah, I can well, we cover did. them off quickly. So... Um... Mass Effect. Rumor has it that there's going to be a TV series soon. Um, Didn't they say that a long time ago? Yes, they did. They've been hearing about this for the longest time. Now they're but, they get, I guess they're more serious. But yeah, yeah, there was like a uh, Instagram post by Henry Cavill, who was rumored to play one of the the main parts. Man, think, uh, think, wait a minute, man, think about this. Henry Cavill is rumored to play every part in every movie coming out. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's seriously. He's going to be the new Bond. He's going to be the new uh, this thing. He's going he to doesn't be... really suit Bond, does he? He's not going to be the new Bond. No, I know he's, he's one of us, but just like very attractive, right? <laughs> he builds his own PCs. He's like our hero. When he said, when you said he's right. like one of us, I was like, what are we? What are you getting at? <laughs> like, he's a, a gamer. Attractive. Probably yourself. Is. <laughs> he builds computers online. 
He with does. A, yeah, with a little bit of help, probably a lot of help in the background. <laughs> Shall I ring him up, see if I get him on a podcast? What would you not do hey, if Henry Cavill just popped up on a podcast one day? It'd be great. We could talk about the Witcher game. Oh, man, I'd game. have to get you off, though, Gray. You'd, you'd kill him. You'd talk him to death. You'd ask him a million questions, Dude, I reckon. He's he's a bigger fan of the Witcher than Gray's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but Gray's first one would be, why do I keep seeing you going for every single film? He'd be like, I'm out. You, you read what I uh, post, posted in our Discord. He's going to play uh, Witcher for the next seven seasons. Yeah. He said he's, he's available. Yeah. No problem. Like, wow. Who commits anyway, that far? <laughs> we're an hour and eight minutes in. Um, you keeping time on us? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. Playing like, your own gang. Do 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> Singing with Nick. Um, and we've covered this already, but I'll cover it again. The the Game Awards are on this evening, I think, and they start at eight p.m. Eastern, and I, th well, one a.m. Uh, UK know time. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really like. Well, not that I don't like it. The Game Awards, from what I see, I I've. You just been, don't care. I've seen behind the go. scenes of the Gaming Awards before, and I know a lot of people involved in it. And do you know what? I hope the Film Awards aren't the same, because the Gaming Awards, it, I, I think behind the scenes it's a bit of a shambles. I think it's all a bit like last minute. I'll get this person on there, get them to say something. I'll get that person over there to say something. The last one I saw, it just looked very rushed and very, like, I don't know, messy, if you know what I mean. Well, I think you They're should get up it. at 1 a.m. and watch it. The 1 a.m. is on. on. Yeah, and you're in the UK. <laughs> at your time, yeah. Yeah, that ain't They're happening. <laughs> the Game Awards aren't actually super respected in the industry. It's not like you've got game developers. They're trying know, to make it like film, aren't they? Win awards. Yeah, they They're are. trying to make it like the Oscars, but it's a long yep. way off, I guess. Yeah, because yep. the budgets are so low. So the last time... Um, it was on. It was held in London. I can't remember the park it was in, but they had a, a pop-up like um, circus tent, and it was being held in there. And it's a Christmas venue, uh, so every Christmas that tent goes up, and then they have they have different people hiring out for different parties and stuff. And it was like I was walking past it, and I was like, "What's going on here?" I looked in, and I saw a few people I knew, and I was like, "What's going on?" It's like, "Oh, the gaming awards," and I was like, "What in that tent?" I'm like, "Yeah." And uh, then I watched it back because I know a few people that was on because I know a lot of streamers and stuff. So I know a few streamers that were talking on there and stuff like that. And I don't know. I just thought it, I just got the feel that it was really done low budget, but trying to make it look like it's really high budget. Do you know what I mean? Well, we'll tell everybody uh, the winners on a future podcast. Right. That's about as far as we'll go. Maybe the Christmas one, <laughs> we could talk about that. You could have a list Gray, of what one. And the winners are. And then we can say, have you played that? Nope. Have you seen it? Nope. nope. Next nope. one. Have you played Next. that? Nope. nope. Have you seen it? Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. Let's talk about some games anyway. Um, right. Uh, I haven't got any games because I've been playing Elite Dangerous and I've been streaming it and I've been really, really busy and I'm a busy boy. So I've been busy being busy. Um, so you lot have played games and I've relied we'll, on we'll, you and you're good podcasters for doing that. We'll, we'll take up the slack. Ten busy points. playing Elite, Nick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk about elite, Nick? No, because everyone hates <laughs> me. Um, right. Not because uh, of hands, elite, though. If you want to go first, we'll talk about your game first. Yeah, speaking of um, free-to-play games, I've been getting back into the Lord of the Rings Online. Hold so on, let's I pause, think... pause. You and free-to-play games does not mix. Well, how has this happened? <laughs> Hold on, I was getting to that point. All oh, right. Uh, <laughs> So I think the game is now 15 years old, they got a graphics update, it even works on my screen, etc, etc, blah, blah, blah. 
But the thing is, I bought the game back when it came out, right? So I got the collector's edition, I got a lifetime subscription. Is that the map behind yada, you? Yada. I can see. Mm, yeah, it's part of it. This is actually the, the box, right? Um, Impressive box. Impressive box. It hasn't got box. windows at the bottom, at the top of it. No, no. Right. Thank God it doesn't. But uh, anyway, um, when the game first came out, it was like an, a subscription model, like World of Warcraft and the other MMO. Yeah. But what they did over the years, because it wasn't very popular, and to be honest, it wasn't very good back in those days, they changed it more to like a free-to-play model where you need to buy stuff extra, like everything. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, just quickly, cheers, Lord, for that sub, and uh, Cider Bob for them bits, man. I really appreciate that, dudes. Sorry, Hans. No, nah, no problem. But uh, we're at the point now that, say, if you say to me, hey, Hans, I want to start this game, right? You can make an account for free, so yeah. no problem, and you can start playing. But... From the very first minute that you start playing, you get this this bit, giant button right in the screen saying store. Okay, I can still take that one, but it's still a little bit annoying. What, and it just stays game. in the middle of your screen the whole time? It, it's, it's more to the bottom, but it is there, and it stays there, right? It's part of your action bar, so to speak. Okay. But anyway, putting that aside, I can take it. But then you start off, and you got, I think, 15 slots to put your inventory in, which is way too little. So then you want to get some extra slots. So you need to buy Lotro points, Lord of the Rings points, right? You can earn those in game by doing deeds and crafting and all that kind of stuff. Or you can just go to the shop and buy them. But let's say that you need 300 uh, Lotro points for something, right? But then you go to the shop, you can buy 300. You need to buy 700. So you need to pay like 8 euros to get that amount of points. Or 15 euros to get more points. Or 50 euros to get even more points, right? Mm -hmm. And basically, everything that you want to do, if you're a new player, is locked behind that sort of, in my paywall. opinion, an unnecessary paywall, right? But lucky me, I got the older account still, which had a lifetime subscription. I have everything. I got literally everything that comes out, I get. Yeah. Right? So then it's an enjoyable game. Because when you take away everything that is free to play... You got a really yeah. good MMO in there. If you if you like Lord of the Rings and you like Tolkien, I mean they're basically very faithful to the books. For a lot of games, um, that is where their paywall comes up though, because they know you need them inventory slots, and they know if they hook you your teeth into that game for a couple of hours, they know that you're going to pay to get them slots open. A lot of games, what they do is they catch you on the crafting, so it will be like yeah. you can craft, but you need this. Or you can craft for free if you pay us this. Uh, that's, that's what Fallout does as well, Fallout 76. It is, yeah. The, I mean, it, it actually came out a... because Fallout 76 is multiplayer and it's PvP. It actually yeah. came out that it's paid to win because you can buy health packs that give you all your life back and you can hold as many as possible if you're uh, paying money. So what happens is your weapons never break and you never die. So you come up against someone's level 500 who's who's playing uh, the, the the paid game but with no extra money, uh, and then you've got this with all these packs, and all you do is just keep spamming the, the re-heal button, and you just kill the guy. And it just, yeah. just ruins the game for other people. But in this, obviously, it's, you've got as well look at the, the date of it. You said it's 10 years old. If it's 15 10 years, years, 15 even, years old. It, it didn't start off as a free-to-play game, so it transitioned into that. And from a business standpoint, what they did is... I mean, very smart. I mean, they probably make tons of money each month, right? Yeah. It's like those mobile games. It's actually more like a mobile uh, a mobile subscription, so to speak. That you get, like, uh, how do they, they say it? And here's my dollar for some reason. 
<laughs> right, you mute up. We carry on. Moving yeah, on. No worries. No worries. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> she's out of bed. Um, but yeah, like like I was saying, on uh, a lot of games they do that. But I, I reckon with the game he's talking about, um, it's probably because it's 15 years old. And come back. <laughs> cool. It's probably because it's 15 years old. They made all their money from the base game, and then all they've done is they've gone look. Let's just run this game for as long as we can, and we'll get a freebie for as long as we can. Well, so it's like get the game out there for free. People play it, get their teeth stuck into it, and then no, they can just pay Nick, what, money. I, what actually happened here was that the original creators think it was Turbine. They uh, they went out of business, and they were bought by uh, Standing Stone Games. All oh, right, and then they. And done I this. think I, I don't know Standing Stone Games, but I think they have a lot of uh, mobile apps, right? And they probably incorporated yeah, their uh, business model yeah, into. Yeah, that's what Grace said. That's why that's happened. They know exactly what's yep. going on. Buy it now. Yeah, Pay yeah. now. Pay now. Buy it now. Man, the amount of times my a... kids come to me and say, can I just get this game? It's, like, it's free, but yeah. like, blah, blah. And I think, Which like... is a bit of a shame because there's a really good MMO underneath there, right? Especially for everybody that loves Lord of the Rings and Tolkien. There's nothing out there except for this one. Mm. And the game looks amazing. But again, if you have an older account like I have, it's a really good game. But I wouldn't recommend anyone starting it now because you need at least... 100 euro to yeah well i think if anyone would be start, looking huh? to get into an mmo right now i think most people would go with new world um but then i'm yeah. hearing a lot of i'm hearing a lot of mixed messages about new world as well that people are getting bored of it they're getting to the level cap of 60 and not really having a lot more to do it's getting repetitive um have you felt that claxon um i dipped into new world uh found it very grindy not in a good way um and I, I actually find more people are going to Final Fantasy yeah. than I think There's are going elsewhere. Yeah. Well, that's like comic yeah, book day. He was telling me how he went to someone's house and had a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had, um, but yeah, like, um, and and obviously all the controversy that's happening at Blizzard means that all the WoW players are leaving and moving over to yeah, Final Fantasy that including as well. You? We don't we don't talk much about it here, but that but it's amazing how every article I see, there's more and more people leaving those companies. Bye bye, zoo, gone. Yeah, yeah Blizzard, Blizzard is a stinking ship. Can I tell you why this is? It's because we're in the age now where everybody's run out of things to do and everyone's turning on each other. So nowadays it's like I say go back ten years ago, everyone was happy to take a bit of criticism. People would laugh and joke about personal things to each other. Um, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong what's happened because I don't know anything about what's happened in Blizzard and that. But I can tell you straight now, we now live in a world where everything has to be like politically correct across the board and everyone's got to have respect and be fair. And the difference is nowadays, because of social media and stuff like that, everyone's got the platform that if, you, if someone does something bad to you, like, great, if you came around my house and I just like quickly like touched you or something, you've got a platform now where you can get that out there no, it's true though. You can get that out there to know, everyone, to the masses, and that's what's happening. So now all of these these old times are leaving, and all these new times are coming in. And what you're getting is is people outing people left, right, and centre. Um, ninety nine percent of it is is fair enough. Like people shouldn't be doing bad things, and true, people yeah, are bad. Yeah. Um, but what happened at Blizzard is is literally over the top. So yeah, that, it's, that it's, wouldn't it's, even be tolerated in the old days. But you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I've seen a lot of stuff firsthand and it was never really stuff that was bad. But like I've seen I've seen it in the past where I'm doing a streamer zone and I'm looking around um, the whole of the uh, areas and stuff. And I see people from companies that will only have women streamers on their stream. 
you know, and things like that. And like I, I, I see it, and I think, well, there's a bloke there, and he's got only women streamers. That's a bit wrong. You should at least balance it out a little bit, you know, make it a bit fair. Um, and you do think like, what, what's these, what's, what's the reasons for these people to do these things? You know, is it for personal gain? And that's what's happening. You get someone now that sees it and goes, right, that's out of order, bang. And then Twitter goes off, and that's it. Twitter goes mad, and that's what happens to these companies. One person gets outed, then that goes on to the next five people, and it just gets worse and worse, you know? I don't know if anything like that's what's happening at Blizzard. What happened at Blizzard, Claxon? Yeah, there's so been a lot of sexual misconduct. I, I, and Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, like the, the, heavy, the heavy duty stuff, though. The state of the, the government of California had to actually investigate. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Of wrong doings, and, and the CEO has hasn't done anything to intervene in the last um year so like their stocks are tanking they've got large yeah, player and, accounts um, moving then out. there was a story with the new ceo the female that they hired to be the new ceo and she quit in like two months yeah really? yeah she, yeah, she yeah. didn't want to stay anymore at the company because it's really dead bad i mean it's, it's yeah. worse i mean yeah, it's, what I'm saying, i think know? i i disagree with some of your points though nick because i think a lot of these old MMO... you gotta realize i speak freely and i don't think about a lot what i say so <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm just giving you a, another point of view. Uh, but I, flat, I, I actually think it's a lot to do with like the shareholders, and when these games get created, they're often smaller communities that are yeah. very kind of user-based driven. So the ideas come back from the community; they're smaller. What happens is investors start moving in in their suits, and they want to really maximize the value of these teams, and then. You know, those developers, leaders are forced to make decisions that are more business driven than they are about the game yeah. or the law or the story. So, um, you know, like I think the cultural stuff is, is, is a bit of a separate issue. But for me, it's more like they're just so business driven now that they make those compromises. Yeah. Sign of the times. What can you do? Sometimes. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's Christmas, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Sorry, that was a we, bit heavy. This we lecture talk was about, brought to you. Uh, so we nah. should get back to games. See, I was <laughs> I was trying to speak more openly, but like more loosely, but but just keeping it more out there and open-minded. You was going more deeper. I was just saying, like in this day and age, you people can't get away with what people used to get away with, and that's the issue. People were getting away with stuff. And now you can't do that anymore. People are getting caught out doing their stupid things. So people yeah. just need to think a bit more about like, do you know what? It came out, yeah, no lie. It came out on Twitter probably six months ago that a lot of um, males in the gaming industry would take advantage of female streamers and stuff like that um, uh, by by get, getting them on their stands and stuff like that. And me and Jansen were like, oh my God, that's what we do. We get people on our stands. But you know what? Me and Jansen have always had the utmost respect for everybody we work with, you know? So we will we'll meet up with everybody. We'll all go out for dinner. This is men, women, the group as a whole. Everyone's even. Everyone's equal. Everyone's got the same right, you know? And basically, I've always had that sort of, like, respect for everybody that I work with. I don't care how high you are. You could be the CEO of a company or you could be someone streaming for the first time. I treat everybody exactly the same, and everybody on my stand would get the same amount of time, the same things. Um, but I, it came out a little while ago on Twitter that there were so many people like abusing abusing their power, basically. And I said, if that happened to us, Johnson would go to prison. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm being deadly serious. That that's what happened in a lot of uh, a lot of uh, the gaming industry. Um, and yeah, I just thought, do you know what? If people had a bit more respect for other people, then that you'd be all right. But everybody that's got it deserved it because you're all assholes, really. It's like respect, respect, and common sense went out the window, and that's power hungry that's people. It, that's what it is. Brought it all down. Yeah, and brought it all down. That's all. That's, be humble. It's happened before. It'll go through cycles. It's like you know. Right. Let's get out of this depressing stage, anyway. Yeah. yeah We're in the apocalypse, anyway. Better. Who cares anymore? We'll be dead soon. <laughs> Jeez, thanks. Like, going into my game, we're going to be talking about that. <laughs> so anyway, I played a game called XO1. That's E-X-O-1. Never um, heard of it. Next. And I want, <laughs> I want to give credit where credit's due. Cryptic told me about this game, one of our community members, and I figured I'd give it a go. I saw him playing a little bit of it uh, on the Discord, and I said, oh, that's kind of neat. So I decided to give it a shot, and... I like it a lot. I played about seven, eight hours, went through about four different levels, but basically it's a very simple game. Um, I think it was very smartly done, uh, being able to put their money where they need it to be. And essentially you're, you are, um, I don't want to give away too much, but basically you're in command of a, of a spaceship, of a unique type ship. I was going to um, play this. It, it's an orb. It's basically the ship is an orb and it works off of utilizing gravity to be able to propel itself either you know faster or slower and to basically glide um and this craft is going through the different planets in the in the galaxy and going through uh, uh trying to get to each place and trying to uh get a couple of power up power ups here and there and then travel on to the next planet can you not go to the and planet and destroy and, and, it and kill everyone and, and take all their resources <laughs> no <laughs> not like that day. But what's fun about it is that the the levels, the, the art design, and the graphics of the levels are really good. I mean, each planet you go to, you go to a water planet. It looks it looks great. You go to a, you go to a land based planet, a desert, uh, uh, a volcanic planet. It they really really put a lot of work into the art design and the graphics uh, combined. It really looks great, and it's really fun to sit there and utilize very simple controls and just trying to learn how to utilize the gravity to propel you. And to basically keep you going forward and also reaching different areas of the map, be it low or be it high, to see whether you can figure out how to get what you need to get to, to be able to advance to the next level. Um, one of the things that was a lot of fun, it took me a, a good hour to do, but I was in the fourth level. I had to do three different areas to charge up uh, the, the gateway. And on the third one, third of three that I had to do to charge it, I for the life of me, I was spending so much time trying to figure out how to get high enough utilizing the gravity to get up there to be able to get to the next power up that I needed. It took me a long time and I finally was able to utilize by diving into the water and using the gravity to go as deep as I could and then shoot straight up out of the water to it with enough height that I could reach where I needed to go. And it's a very fun game. It's on Game Pass, by the really? way. So if you have Game Pass, uh, you can play it. And it's so simple, but so much fun. And where they were able to save money was the fact that because the ship is only an orb and then turns into a glider, there isn't a lot of uh, uh, real estate to have to, to animate because it's basically just an orb and or a glider. But they've done it so well that it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I'm, I'm ready to go on to every level and see whether I can do as well as I did. And, and the hard thing is looking at everything is, looks so great. You, as you're moving forward, you want to just slow down and stop, which, which you can. 
um, and just look at the stuff around you. And they do an excellent, excellent job. I really, really, really th thought the game was really good. I, I saw this game, it. and I was like, oh, my God, a new XCOM's out. No, no, <laughs> and yeah, I, I looked at it, and I was like, is it a strategy <laughs> version or something? I looked at it, and I thought, oh, it's not nothing to do with it. I, I believe this is the finished version because I think it's been uh, about a year since it actually first came out, but now this is the finished version. Um, but I would highly recommend it. It was a fun, simple, nice game to go into and chill out and stuff. And it also gave you challenges as well, so it wasn't just chill. Um, Do you know what? But Sorry to a cut good little great. game. I feel a little bit like, since we've been playing Elite so deeply with all the factions and all that sort of stuff, like you're talking about this game, it's nice and it's simple and it's easy. And I sort of feel like, a little bit like, I don't want to play them games at the moment because I want something that's so in-depth. I'm so tied into something. And that's probably why I don't play that many games at the moment. You know? I was going to ask you, Claxton, with Elite Dangerous, because you was heavily, heavily into Elite Dangerous as well. Um, and now he's gone. How do you feel <laughs> about Elite Dangerous and the games that, like, Gray's talking about now? Because I feel like it's more of a time sink thing as well. Like, we haven't, we haven't got enough time to play the game we want to play, let alone play games we don't want to play to test. Yeah, I, I I was quite heavy into Elite, but I mean, I feel like there's a AAA game coming out every month at the moment. Yeah, um, practically. Is, so, yeah. and I'm someone who likes a bit of diversity. I would have liked to get on four or five of everyone. Yeah, that's I mean, good. And then you've got Halo, and it's just mad well, at what, the moment. Well, I think what we should really do is just set a particular day, event, whatever you want to call it, where we say we're all going to play. Uh, Back for Blood. Period. That's what we're gonna play. This. Yeah, is I want to play Back for Blood time. as well. Right. So we should just do that. And when you said, right, I'm appointing you leader of the calendar of games. Okay. No. Okay. Oh, no. 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 He's the only one that does, gets a job done. He does a better job than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're opening. You're opening combat. Pandora's box here. So. Nah. I mean, I mean, some people but have. I'm I mean, I, Pandora's I, box closed. I have a little <laughs> bit of an advantage because I'm semi-retired, so I can sit there and play Elite with you guys in, in my day. Yeah. Being Eastern, Eastern, and then at night I play Far Cry. I just put in 80, 90 hours and finished the game. Enjoyed it. How'd you put now, 80 or 90 hours in one night? At, not in one night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting ready to start Deathloop because I hear so much about it, and you know I want I want to play that game. I'll tell so, you what, Gray. I'll tell you what we do. I'll leave it in your capable hands. Uh, we've got the events thing now at the top of Discord. Finally, um, yes. So what that does is that puts an event up, and everyone can see them events, and it can actually do timers and stuff for that event. Put in there, like, each, like, say, when you're free or when you can get on or let me know when, when you're doing it. Mm. And just put in there, like, maybe once or twice a week, like a Tuesday and a Wednesday or a Monday and a Friday, I don't know. Just put in there, today, we're, this date is going to be an event for Back for Blood. This is going to be an event for um, Forza 5. And what we'll do is, on them nights, because me and you are normally around anyway, we'll jump in mm. the room, we'll give it 15 minutes. If no one turns up, we'll just cancel that event but if people turn up because normally what happens they see two of us on more people jump in and they see 10 people more people jump in you know the other night it was i think it was like three o'clock in the morning it was, it was like 25 of us on discord and it was just <laughs> random yeah. because one of us jumped in next one jumped in and everybody just started getting on and it was just it turned into like a community night that's because they want to see the stars good. of the podcast <laughs> you didn't come to this week's uh this week's community night did you oh man oh, i drank loads yeah, you were completely smashed. Man, I, I drank three quarters of a bottle of vodka in three or three and a half drinks. And then he's <laughs> Don't drink people, it's bad for your health. 
And then you're sticking your head out the window and I can't breathe. I got to put my head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one thing I just wanted to say with the X01, it's the kind of game, though, that you can actually play for a little while, enjoy the heck out of it, get back to another game, come back to it. And it's not a game that you're going to, you need to devote 50, 60, 80, 100 hours. You probably need 10, 20 hours and you're done, but it's fun. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I, yeah. my mindset, I can't do that because say a game comes out, a game that I really want to play, um, and it's a game that I've been watching for a long time saying I'm, I really want to play it. I'm so heavily invested in this on the left-hand side that I haven't got time yeah. to want to... I could open that game up and look at it, and I've got no interest in playing it at the moment because my interest is here, and I'm I'm different to most people, so my interest being over here, I just want to do that. So it's I like, and until, until that switches off, I'm pretty much going to be saving up games to play, you know, or mm. until I get more time. I haven't got much time at the moment either. Got a lot of projects going on and stuff. Yeah, you got projects, you got a big family, so there's reasons. Mm. Meanwhile, some of us don't, and we go ahead and play the games and report about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Should we move on it's anyway? My game. Clex, what have you been playing? Mate? Well, I, I won't say too much because I think I've mentioned WoW probably about 10 times on this one. Uh, wow, but, really? Um, you sound like I've us been... with Elite. Yeah, I've been dipping in again. Like, that game I've been playing for the last 17 years of my life. Um, and I have, like, stages where I come out of it, but then I... You get heavily back invested, don't you? I, I, I just crave it again, and then I go back in, I play it kind of relentlessly for a few months. Do you and play then with the same people? Out. Yeah, yeah, I've got quite a, um, some people that I've played with since I was probably like 16, 17. That's how long I've played that game. Well, we don't know how old you are. Um, I was going to say 10, but you know, you'll, have to do the, you'll have to do the math now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. At least 27 years you've been playing with him. That's like the only nice thing you've said to me on this podcast. So <laughs> That's the only will, nice thing I've said to you it. ever. Just wait a while. He'll come up with something worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been I've been dipping back into that because um, there's they they kind of released some content a while ago and there's talk of them releasing some content early next year. So I've been playing that. Um, I don't have any games to talk about that I've played, but Cheers, I've kind of got some you know related gaming news. And I know that a lot of our community play Final Fantasy and the Endwalker expansion they finally came out. I think at the start of this week, but. Um, Apparently their servers are absolutely crazy and people are like you thought New World was bad. This is even worse than it, the first week of New World. I think um, that's got to be the worst thing, setting up a game and then not having enough space on servers. That's got to be we, the worst yeah, thing. Could you imagine how you so feel bad. being a developer, not knowing how much player base you're gonna get, so you go safe and then Happens you don't have time. enough servers and then people yeah, start yeah. turning away and you're like, Oh, they're leaving. But the Final Fantasy audience or community are quite a generous one like they have a really um intimate relationship with their community where that they, they don't tend they to get listen. super angry um uh so i think the company is it square one or square enix sorry square enix, square enix. Yeah. they they've yeah. they've come out and basically given the whole uh user base a free weeks subscription to kind of counter the frustration um good. but yeah lots, lots of people are playing that right now i know um, one point then... i was i was watching comic con because i know he plays 
And it, it was funny because we were all on, and it, he was number four thousand four hundred to get in. Yeah, yeah. And about an hour later, it got down to two thousand. I don't know. He finally got on. But wow, I was like, I wouldn't be able to, that long. I wouldn't be able to deal with that when New World came out. People were putting man. their computers on when they're going to bed, so that it's ready for the next night. Yeah, that's insane. I, I mean, yeah, I don't have that kind of patience. Nah, not to be for honest. me, man. If your game ain't nah. ready, don't expect me to play it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you're not playing any other game other than Elite, anyway. There are, do you know what? He, I do have a backlog of games that I want to play, though. I've got a lot of games that are waiting. And I'm not seeing it as a bad thing, really, because I spent probably a year and a half where I didn't really have anything I wanted to get into. There was nothing coming out. And it was like, it, you know, we was talking about getting on a podcast and going through your Steam library, looking at all your old games, going, play that, play that. Oh, I'll play this. Play it. Actually, I've played that before. I don't want to play it. Um, You know, almost like you're spoiled for choice. You've got all these games, don't know what to play. But to be fair, as I'm playing Elite, I am building up like five to ten games that I really want to get stuck back into. Yeah, but you you are even deeper in Elite than you were in Euro Truck Simulator. You were deep into that also. Uh, yeah, but the thing then. is, the thing is, I got to be honest with Elite. Like, this yeah, Elite's faction, more in depth. I know. Yeah, yeah this Elite's whole so faction thing yeah. is sold it to me because we've done. You've got the space version. You've got like the first person shooter side of it, and now you've got this actual. I love strategy. I love long term. Um, I love to think long term and as I might come across like a bit of a silly sod. Um, but when it comes to a game like that, I'm actually very on the ball because I'm very silly on the outside. But on the inside, I'm very thinking all the time and like on, I don't know how to explain it. It's a bit weird. I am weird. I get that. Um, you just did. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, but I do find with this whole faction thing, it's a long term game. And as I've always said to you guys and to the whole podcast, I love to be able to prove a point to the masses that we've been in it for a long time and we're in it to win it sort of thing. And I feel like with this faction, if we spread this faction and we get it to the point where there's, say, 20 people owning systems, there's 30 people in game, to me, that's the achievement. Because we've built up our own army of people and no other game can give me that. I've been looking for a base building game or uh, a game that's... Like, the only thing that's come close to this was Armour Free when we used to have the base building and we'd build up our base and we'd get collect all our tanks and we'd do missions to get more money to buy more helicopters and we'd go out and fight people real people and i've got to be honest this this game's got it all for me so i'm happy to put invest all my time into it and just grow it and grow it and grow it and if you are a follower of us in elite we're now got our system that we've taken over the devs have put us in the game and we've got a system nearly to expansion at which point we're going to go into another part of the universe and then we're going to start again, and it's going to be a new guy starting again. So we'll do a vote, and then it could be Gray, it could be Hans, it could be Claxon, it could be anyone. Whoever Galactic vote, domination. Yeah, and someone else will take over that system, and then it will be them doing it, me doing my one, then there'll be a third person, there'll be a fourth person. And then we're getting this whole like um, group of leaders together in-game, which is actually going to outreach to other leaders from other games around, uh, other systems around the world these will be real people like i've i've already connected with one um russian guy who owns a squadron in russia and we've had to make an trying to make an alliance so he doesn't come and attack us you know and this is real people talking in email real emails like it's not even within the game you know it's all outside the game and for me that that's what i love it's it's realistic it's like real dom we're, we're gonna dominate the galaxy you know what other game oh, do you, what other game can you free what, or anyone in the chat, what other game can you say that you can do what you can do an Elite with? Star I mean, Citizen? I would... <laughs> well, Star Citizen, maybe in 10 years it might be there and it'd be yeah, better. Yeah. But... It's a joke, big, don't worry. No, but it's just, it's, it's nowhere near. Can you think of any other games where you can do all that kind of stuff? 
Maybe Eve. Eve, yeah. Yeah, but Eve's yeah, the same. Eve's Eve, been around. Eve yeah, was but like Eve, elite, Eve, but Eve 20 years as, before. Eve isn't as in-depth as Elite is. It's a good game, by the way. Eve, it's not bad, but... It's got a big uh, player base. No, I'm gonna be elite elite is way more in-depth than it Eve, is. Elite Dangerous is like the 3D version of Eve. Okay. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I didn't look at it that way, but yeah, I guess so you could say that. So maybe it, it's so much in-depth that they don't have the kind of playership that an Eve would have because it's not in-depth. You ever think about that? I mean, I like it that way. Um, but I wonder whether that actually holds them back. They are both fundamentally people. different games when it comes to their right. core mechanics, so it's it's really hard to compare those two. <laughs> Yoda says, but Eve is the devil. You can't trust anyone in that game. <laughs> it's true. No, it is true. That is true. See, that's one thing I've got to be honest with. Um, with Elite, when you're playing that, everyone's got respect for everyone. Pretty much, yeah. You know, when you go into a new area in space and you take it over, if a real player faction's there, you give them respect, you don't attack them. You don't, you know, if you attack them, you're going to have 10 squadrons on you who are all looking after each other, you know? That's what NPCs are for. We like we can grief them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, uh, but people can't steal your carrier in Elite. <laughs> that's true. Can true. you do that in Eve? Right. Maybe I only played Eve for a little while, and then I found out yeah, it takes five uh, years to get the the biggest ship in Eve. Yeah. Five years, but yeah, out. at least at least yeah. It's, I'm it's, out. I'm out. Yeah, that's not gonna you got work. to do all sorts of training out. courses. You got to pass your tests. Then you got all these like, there's so much stuff involved in that game. I did like it. Uh, oh, the man. thing that let me down on Eve was I got bored of when I because it's the same as Elite Dangerous. If you need to buy something from a system, it it will be in a random system somewhere. So then you'd have to set your ship up to go <laughs> jump in, say fifty systems. And it would automate it, so you'd watch the ship jumping, but you'd just be sitting there, like, nah, nah, nah. It's just the ship's just jumping on its own from place to place. It takes ages. Yeah. And I got a little bit, a little bit bored of it. Um, right. Anyway, moving on, Claxon. What's your next bit? Um, haven't played it, but the Halo campaign dropped yesterday on Game Pass. Halo Infinite, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I've heard some good things about it um, so far. I, I definitely yeah, want to it's, try re it. it's reviewing well. It's reviewing well, but I I tend to be one of those people. I don't like the reviews because I find there's this culture of like, I uh, you know the IGN review comes out and then everyone basically just jumps in the bandwagon. Re re well, excuse me. IGN gave the Lost Jedi a nine point seven. Never trust IGN. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm only using so reviewers. Go what on. I was saying, when I say reviews, I'm using a generic term because what I like to do is go and see people that actually play the game who do content on YouTube and see what their opinion is. Uh, so the guy that I, the, one of the one of the couple that I like, I watch and I respect his opinion and I saw him play the game. And I like him because he gives you the pros and he gives you some of the cons that he thinks. And overall, he really liked it. So, yeah, But it is, uh, it is funny how everybody's got their own way of finding out information. So like Claxon said, IGN, he doesn't like it because it's this. they've got this way of doing it that you don't really enjoy and then people all follow that. Every, they say something, everybody says it. It's a bit like fashion, isn't it? In Vogue magazine or something, I suppose. Yeah. But um, like for me, I wouldn't watch any review. I wouldn't listen to anyone do a review because for me, I'm so different in the way I think and see things that like me and Jansen clash so much. Because he'll go, that film's amazing. I'll be like, that film's crap. And then I'll go, like, that film was amazing. He'll be like, that film was crap. And the thing is, if you look at the big wide world, it's got different opinions from everyone. 
but I always find a game that most people think is crap, I normally quite enjoy it because I'm looking for different things to what most people are looking for. As, like, say there was a thousand people and I'm one of them thousand people, it could be that, like, I don't know, 600 would like one thing and 400 like something else. And then I'd be like me, I wouldn't like any of them two things. You know, do you know what I mean? So it's really yeah. weird how, like, Gray, you say you respect this guy's view, so you you always go back to him because you respect his view. But for me, I would have to play the game and then tell you what I thought about the game myself. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to take anyone else's word for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not reviewing the game. I'm just going by a little bit because I respect him because he actually shows gameplay footage and he does it. I feel like he's closer to one of us, so to speak. Mm. As opposed to an IGN guy that gets paid, you know. So you only watch reviews when I have the game played myself to see what other people think. Right. I right. I sometimes have to scope it out because, like, I do find that there's so many good games to play now that you're like, it does feel like a bit of an investment. So I'll I'll dabble around and figure out how things are doing because I want to make a decision on whether I'm going to bother because it does, you know. Well, that's those, one of the good things about Game Pass. Have precious, right? That's one of yeah, the amazing exactly. things about Game Pass. You can just jump into any game now. It doesn't matter. And try it out. It's it's cheap enough. Yeah. Including this one. Including Halo Infinite. Yeah, that's probably the best way. Sure. Right. I mean, how many... There's been so many game... Uh, day one games that, that uh, Game Pass does. I thought they would never do that. I, I honestly feel like Game Pass has overtook Steam now. Not in, like, Over. size or value. But for me personally, I look at Game Pass a lot more than I look at Steam now. Oh, hell yeah. I've been looking at it ever since I joined a couple of years ago. No doubt. You know, I don't even I mean, look... I don't even really look to buy games. And if games come out outside of Xbox, I'm like, nah, I'll, I'll wait until it's 10 quid. Yeah, I had I this just... moment the other day where we were. I was at the table with my son and we were on my iPad and I was able to grab my Xbox controller and play a game. I think it was Psychonauts 2. And on my iPad with the xbox controller and take off from where i left it on my really? pc with and just play at the table with him that's pretty mad and that I, yeah my that blew my mind that i was able to do that <laughs> and that's that's the that's another value and feature of game pass that we don't even think about like the whole you know cloud, the, the cloud uh, yeah. cloud can you do that with all games then or just certain games um most of the game pass games you can you can stream uh, and play but um sometimes it's difficult on the ipad because not um well it all goes by your internet not... speed doesn't it well it is for sure but i think one of the challenges is um not all games are supported by the uh, the ipad touch screen oh, right. uh, so you do you nah. need a controller to mm. play them yeah i'm actually well, yeah, controlling have to have a look into that right let's move on anyway um so that's the game section uh for the PC uh, community section, uh, like I said, the next uh, social night will be Saturday, January the 8th, 7 p.m. UK time. Um, uh, Gray, you're going to get on doing some, setting up some games for uh, Back for Blood. Uh, Elite, we already yeah. play on Saturdays at 2 o'clock. What is it time Saturday? Uh, Saturday, it's been kind of loose, but generally speaking about uh, UK time, it's 2 p.m. Yeah, cool. Um, try to, but... but yeah, I'm well up for playing some Back for Blood. Um, Back for Blood's quite a, a fun game to get involved in and like start shouting and that. Um, I love the way uh, Han just blew down his mic then when he wanted. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> he tried to cover it and he blew it down. Wake up. Um, right. 
So um, we've got some questions. Let's get into the questions. They're going to be the same as normal. I'll read them out and then you lot can tell me what you think about the questions. Um, first one being from Cider Bob. And Cider Bob, we love your questions, dude. You always send our questions in. <laughs> really appreciate it, man. Um, if you could be a computer virus, which one would you be and why? And I'm going first. Go. Who can tell what virus I'd be? Y2K. No. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's what I would be, so. <laughs> I'd be the Trojan because I'm going in the back door. Oh god! Uh, Next, three. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I want the one that. Lost boy Jackson didn't say anything. He just he smirked. <laughs> I, I want to be the virus that flips your screen upside down and you can't get it right but right side up again. Uh, that's me, because I walk through people's <laughs> offices doing that with the keys, and then walk through an hour later and they've got their monitor upside down on a load of books. Exactly, that, and, then, and then and then you flip it back when that happens. See, so it'll be a virus that knows you're doing it. And when you turn the monitor back again, it flips upside down again. <laughs> I, I drive people mad. Good one. Yep. I like the uh, the browser hijacker because it changes your home your default home page whenever you open up the browser. <laughs> That's a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I've I'm got gonna... that because that happens to me and it really pisses me off. <laughs> You're not supposed to be clicking weird things. Come on. What do you mean I'm a gamer? So all we do is click weird things. <laughs> Look at this. I'll be hijacked. Go oh, ahead, Hans. What are was... you going to be? I would be Y2K just because it sounds cool. Why? I have no idea what it does. I just know that it's called Y2K. So. <laughs> and that turned out to be a, a nothing thing back then, remember? Yeah, it's Y2K. It's not the, the, the kind of theory that, like, pieces. Liter literally about. nothing happened uh, back then. So. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be the theory that. Uh, Worldwide yeah. scare, it's everything was like... Working oh, or something, so the clock on Microsoft computers <laughs> would run out and you wouldn't be able to turn your machine on. Oh yeah, they had everything. Well, technically it wouldn't be, really be a virus, but I mean, close enough. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll accept it. What the hell? <laughs> Next question. That was a really cool question, though. Like, super creative. Yeah, I was yep. thinking about my answer, but the Trojan goes in the front door, doesn't it? And then it jumps out in the middle of the night. Yeah, you already gave I, me I thought we moved on from that. I know. Yes, I, know I did. I, the whole time you were speaking, I was thinking about it. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> he has no idea what we said. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got another one from Cider Bob. Cheers for that, Cider Bob. We've got another one. It says, if you could step into any game for a week and live inside, which one would it be and why? Uh, you know my answer. It would. Yours would be... Man, Skelega. I'm hmm? thinking because there's a couple. Oh my God. I know. Pebble. Would it be Elite? <laughs> Witcher no. Three. Uh, it'd be what? Witcher. Witcher Three. Oh, the Witcher Three. Uh, yeah. I wasn't gonna say that. But was... but but I would put Elite as a close second, yes. Because it's what what's better than flying? Yoda space, says right? Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Claiming that one. Thanks, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Doom, but you'd absolutely poo yourself, wouldn't you? It's so yeah, fast-paced. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be like... Yeah. That would be yeah, really it'd be, it'd, be lot, it'd be a lot harder to actually pick up those weapons that weigh twice what you weigh. Yeah. <laughs> um, For a week as well. A week's quite a long time to be stuck in a game. Like, you're yeah, talking you about the Witcher 3. Mm, I think I'd have to go into Fallout. Really? Yeah, that makes sense for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it would be like Fallout, not too long from now. Maybe I'll be in it and I'll be all right then, won't I? Oh, you're, you're pretty grim there, Claxon. You'll, you'll be in it more than a week, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want out. Let me out. Let me out. 
I feel like this question is like essentially Tron, right? Tron. Yeah. I hate that Tron, film. Yeah. I really upset Jansen. First, Jansom first that one or the second one? Man, the, the old like, one or the new, or the new one, Nick? The, the new one and the old one. Jansen huh. was like, Tron's such a good film, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I hate that film. I'm not even wa- I've not even was... watched the new one. And he said, why not? It's such a good film. I said, because when I was a kid, it'd always be on like at Christmas or other. And all it would be was he's like, Meow, like laser beams flying down these things. I think I can't, I got time for that crap. Yeah, but remember when the movie came out, it was groundbreaking because that was the computer graphics starting everything at that point. Maybe, but it, it, just, was, it was pretty boring looking back at it. So. I also upjet Jansen as well when I never watched Star Wars, and he's like, "Yeah, Star Wars this, Star Wars that," and I'll be like, "Oh man, I can't bother with that. It's just like red and blue lasers all the time." He's just like at least the Mandalorian's better than Star yeah. Wars, isn't it? Yeah, it's better than Star Wars. Bold <laughs> statements. <laughs> Some really bold statements just been shared. <laughs> uh, but the thing wow. is, now I've gone back and watched all of Star Wars, and I actually really like it and stuff. But before it was just something that uh, every time uh. like it was Christmas or there was a film on, it always seems to be lasers flying around in Star Wars. Well, to be to be truthful, that those couple of Star Wars uh, Christmas celebration TV shows were bad. Very bad. So, I, so I can I can sympathize with you on that point. I only watched Star Wars because everyone on the podcast started griefing me once because I hadn't seen it. And now you've seen it, and look, you're a fan. I've Just watch the them. original trilogy. Forget the rest. But The Mandalorian's better than Star Wars. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> it is, especially the Last Jedi. Oh, I don't want. It's to actually the inverse. Anymore. Mandalorian is like Star Wars. Uh, yes, it's everything I know. else. We're having a joke. That's not. But... Oh, Yoda wants to go on vacation <laughs> simulator. I wouldn't mind that right now. He's got a point there. That would be kind of nifty. I'd like to go and be in a normal world simulator. Wait a minute, Clax, did you say what game you wanted to be in? I missed it. Well, this will surprise you. Well, to walk out of time on this podcast. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up reading the books and all the lore and the original Warcraft. Like, I'd love to hang out in that world. Yeah. You do hang out in that world. I did. Well, pretty, that was actually true. that was actually my choice also to live in Azeroth. But, really uh, good point. Oh, okay. Oh. Now you can't you can't pick the same. No, so I'm gonna have to go with Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings Online. Then I mean Middle Earth's quiet in some places. Why would so... you go to Lord of the Rings yeah, Online, dude? Good. You can't even fit nothing in your backpack, man. I can. You ain't I got, got enough inventory account. slots. <laughs> so yeah, I got everything got original. Yeah, I got everything, so oh, I can do right. what I want. You got the pass. He walks in there with a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man, right, let's move on. Last question. And the last question is okay. from Magic. Magic put a few questions in. Um, so we picked the uh, the one that sounded like it was the most serious because there were some very very open questions there. Um, why is 42 the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything? Hitchhiker's Guide, hint, there is an explanation with com- within the computers. I'm lost. I mean, you've never seen the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think it is, so no, can't speak for it. Gray, you know, and you're I love muted. the way he's carrying, we can't hear you, Gray. Yeah, it's funny though. We can't hear you still. He's, he's speaking and... Uh... Gray, we can't hear you! Can you hear me now? <laughs> now yes, we, we can. can. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now we can't. Now we can't. <laughs> I think he's pressed his mute button, but he didn't press yeah. it all the way in. Yeah. I feel like when he leaned in and like gingerly, softly spoke into the microphone, it worked. <laughs> nope, it's nothing. Nah, he's not having it. That's just become a uh, new okay, thing with Greg, whatever. Mike. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, 
Clegg, you know, it's up, Gray. If only you could see him panicking right now. He said one minute. Right, we'll carry on without him anyway. So, uh, oh, that's it. Now he's messed all the cameras up as well. <laughs> Am I on? Yeah. Now you are. Yeah. Yeah, see. Man, yeah. my Tash, I just looked in the video. And my Tash, well, that's my I have no idea what black teeth look. Yeah. Right, he's back. That was crazy. What was going on? I got me, man. It's Discord man, your again. Computer's I did nothing. Bugged. I didn't touch your anything. Your computer's on the way out, mate. Nothing your mic happened. keeps breaking. Your Discord keeps breaking. It's overheating. The RAM's not probably, working. It's probably an AMD chip you got there. I, I haven't had any issues. And he says, my AMD Discord. works fine. Actually, I've got so, an AMD full build with an AMD GPU, so be quiet. Yeah, so Okay, uh, mute, Klexon. So what I was going to say... <laughs> Don't what worry, I was say give about me some the... time. <laughs> what I was going to say about the question on the 42 thing... Don't know, we didn't hear you. you. If you watch uh, the the show Hitchhiker's Guide, right? There's a scene where they go into this giant computer that knows everything in the world and in the universe, and the guy asks a question. He says, "What's the meaning of life and everything?" And he goes, "One moment, forty-two." And oh, the actually, guy I goes, "I think I've what? seen that." And he goes, "What?" I says, "What has forty-two got to do with anything?" You asked for an answer, and I gave you one forty-two, and that's the, that's the famous quote. That's where it came from. All right. I think now, I've seen as far that as there being an explanation within computers, I don't know what he meant by that because I don't, I don't recall. All oh, right, so I've never seen the show, so sorry. <clears throat> hmm. But there you go. Well, that was a sad ending to the podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's the meaning of life? Forty-two. How depressing is that? The meaning That's of life only got two years. Live service games. That's what the meaning of life's going to be soon. <laughs> sad goodbye. <laughs> right it's been a good podcast we've had a lot of yes, i don't know i feel like this podcast has gone a bit flimsy we both went a bit floppy there for a second no are you kidding me it's always good get out of here uh it's <laughs> the fine. thing is when you're on it every time you get so used to it that you just can't you don't know what's going on anymore if you go back and listen to these which i do occasionally they're, they're actually better than you think really yeah yeah, yeah they are no yeah. they are yeah we really? constantly get we get comments i honestly all the time. feel like when i do this podcast I just get on the computer and be myself for two hours. And the thing is, I used to be so much more prim and proper on the podcast. Oh, the man. Days. Tell me about it in the old days. Like no, none of you don't know this, but how did I used to be, Hans? Oh, my God. I mean, take one, take two, trade, trade. It was like a movie. Do this. Don't I breathe. Don't say, uh. I, I mean. I, I truly <laughs> think. Uh, but, but I have to say, though, Nick put an awful lot of time in editing the podcast afterwards. I mean, yeah. we, we were, were done like at, at midnight, and so we spent the next two to three hours just uh, editing the podcast to put it out the next morning. So I have yeah. to say that it, it did put a lot of work in there. I, I think that the, I think that Nick got much better on the podcast as soon as I joined. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, um, obviously it depends what's going on. Or obviously, you guys see if you're just a podcast listener and you're not in our community, you see just the podcast version of me. But the thing is. There's a lot more that goes on. Obviously, we're working with a lot of corporate companies as well. Like, so there's there's got to be like a mutual respect of what we do and how we conduct ourselves, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was always very. If I was working with certain companies and stuff, that'd be very heavy. I'd be heavier on you lot saying, "Don't swear, don't say this, don't do that." As me and Jansen have gone on and on and on, we've started coming away from that sort of area and started doing more stuff ourselves. So it's become more relaxed and more chilled. And then obviously. 
there might be a swear word here and there and we have a laugh and like on stream i feel like my stream's better now because i'm you you lot are watching me now as me you're not watching me as trying to do everything proper do you know what i mean just being more relaxed we're not, we're not watching you as jansen <laughs> <laughs> me and jansen are the same person <laughs> See, I had that theory for years. Look, I, I, I had, I beard. couldn't resist. This is actually say. the beard off of Jansen's face on my face now. I changed the face <laughs> and the beard. But yeah, nah. Hey, I think you're right, though. Look, hey, look, from the very first podcast all the way to now, obviously everything evolves, and it's, I think it's only evolved for the good. So, mm. well, you trial know. and error, isn't it? Getting used to things, what people like, what people don't like. Sure, sure. Um, Hey, look, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are still the prim and proper. And it's kind of like after 10 minutes, it's like, you know, you know. when we went to um, Gilded, which was only last year. Yeah. How many people did we have? 400 people in the Discord? Yeah, Four or five. Yeah. Something yeah. We've got 700 now. There we go. And they still won't give us partnership. And it's all thanks to Elite. It's <laughs> oh, all thanks to Elite great. Dangerous. Oh, this is I what know, we're doing, I people. Know, this is I something know. I need to talk about. So what we're doing is... Obviously, I tried to get partnered like three times and they refuse every time. And I don't think it's got anything to do with what we write. I think it's just to do with them dangling a carrot saying, That's you right. could be partnered if you just keep writing us shit. So we're going to keep say- writing them shit. And this right. time I'm what like- I've done is I said to Gray, like, look, I've sent it off loads of times. that all Because the qu- they asked you a, a, group, a load of questions and you have to answer them questions. Uh, and then once you've answered them questions, they will then give you a reply. So I've said, Gray, I'm going to give you the questions. You fill them out and I'll let you send them off this time and see what happens. If you get partnered, great. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? If, if you got us partnered, and I was like, "Man, I'm getting sacked." Nick Look, was sacked. I, I, the funny thing about it is, I understand that some of it's necessary, and we went through this with, with Elite. But if you really think about it, some of the stuff that we wrote for Elite to get the faction yeah. was good stuff, but it was a load of crap. Yeah, but there is you one know. issue as well with Elite, which I found a little bit annoying. Um, and like when Vegan Spaceman came on, he said, "Show me what you writ for your Elite." And if you remember, we just wrote it up and we put it in there because we was rushing. Um, mm-hmm. But the grammar and stuff on it, there was mistakes in it. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that even on there now, like if I go on to, um, what was it? It was uh, Elite Dangerous. I like minor, minor factions. And then when you search it, it will let me log in. Um, and what it does is, it should have, when you go on Anara, it should have our, old, our whole piece of writing. And when you go on Elite Dangerous, it should show our bit of writing so people can read what we're about. Right. And I've noticed that ours has not done that. And when I go on really? it, so I'm going on it. Yeah, I'm going on it now just to log in to see if it's updated. Because it's probably been another two months now. We wrote all this stuff. They accepted us and nothing And then appears. they don't put it on there. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, we're mysterious. Yeah, it, so. It'll come, it'll come in the next update just for us. Well, maybe it is the update that does it. I'm not sure. Well, if that's um, true, the new update just went in, so technically it would be there. Right, so, so this there. is a bit weird. So Don't tell me it's it now gone one. back. It's now gone back to the beginning. I could I could start another faction if I want. <laughs> a faction's not there. Don't go crazy. We got one already. We're good. No, but um, that is a little bit weird, the fact that yeah. there's no faction there. We don't have... We don't have a faction on here. Something's obviously wrong. Because we obviously do. It's in the game. But you're right. I should have yeah. done something in the last update, but I'm surprised it didn't. That's a bit weird. I'm going to check it out after the podcast. But anyway, for everybody on the podcast, this is the end of the podcast. Um, 
I won't be yeah. streaming tomorrow morning now. It'll probably be tomorrow afternoon if I get back in time. I've got a job to do in the morning. Um, I would normally be streaming at 11 o'clock every morning if I'm around, but uh, I obviously have to put work before that, and it's Christmas, so uh, everyone needs the money at Christmas, um, especially when you've got 50,000 kids. But with that, <laughs> um, I want to say thank you to everybody on the um, podcast for all the subs, all the bits, all the follows, everything else. Um, I really do appreciate it. It really helps out. Cheers for you guys for coming on. Um, <clears throat> anyone who wants to get on the Christmas podcast, just drop us a message, uh, me or Gray, in the Discord or in one of the channels, um, and we'll find it. But apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Hold tight, because I'm going to raid somebody else. Um, and yeah, if you guys are, are you guys staying on the, the Discord for a minute, or are you jumping off? I'm going to be in the lobby for a minute. All right, cool. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, I'll say goodbye to everybody now. I'll jump off and I'll jump back in in a minute with you guys. And if anyone wants to jump in with us, just jump in uh, in one of the rooms now, um, and the boys will be in there. Uh, cheers, everyone. I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Goodbye. And hold for the raid. I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire And that one is you